I get what you're saying, but my thing is, anyway, back to my point. But here's the thing. The people, the reason why people don't rate Nelly and Ja is because how they are as people. I think that's what a lot of people were taking into account when they were voting. voting. I feel people don't take 2000s into account. I don't think they did either. What do you mean yeah. how they are as people? Nelly is a bit like, eh. Ja Rule's corny. Ja Rule's corny. Ja Rule's only seen as corny because of what 50 Cent did to him. And, and everything that, he's done. Like and everything he's done since then. Most things he's yeah, done. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, the festival. The I don't think people look at that Did you see the NBA thing? Bro. I'm looking at it. Did you see the NBA thing? What's when the... he was performing halftime at Milwaukee Stadium, yeah? And he's like, who's ready to have a party? And then all the fans didn't say shit. And he's like, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but like, guess people, not. Yeah, guess not. But yeah, people yeah. Did, people don't take into account just strictly 2000s. Nelly, Nelly obviously had a better impact. Nelly impact put on for a whole city. He did. No one cared about St. Louis before. But Luda had an era as well, I feel like. The Sturm and the Peace had a little bit of a movement. Had a thing going You can on. keep Chingy away from me and my family. Chingy. I mean, he's the one hit one. Jingy had a couple. I bangers. said, "D, what do you say? One call away." That's a, that was a bad one. One call away. Hey, and you it's was like, right. Tyrese on that. Nah, he was every time he's him, yeah, pulling me back, me back. Oh yeah, that? I need you. <laughs> Yo, you, remember, you remember that one? You remember that one? I like you with you there, right there, oh, right yeah. there, right there. And then he had one more fan, Holiday Inn. That was, was, his, was that his first one? That was that was that was one more. Stop, drop, kaboom, baby, running. But guess what? Some call me ludicrous. Some call me Mr. Wiggles. Far from jiggle. Sorry, man. I don't know. But right, but right there was a hit, and we can attribute that to Ludacris. So Ludacris definitely had an error. Who did Nelly put on? A whole C. <laughs> no. What rapper did he put on? Murphy, Murphy, Murphy Lee. Lee. What? Murphy. Who? Murphy. Oh, come on, man. What's good, world? Welcome to episode 13 of the Rhymes Like Dines podcast. It's your boys, Yemi, Mo, and Peter. How we doing, gents? I'm all good, bro. God is good, man. All, all the time. time. All the time. God is good. We're we going to start every podcast with that now. Listen, man, I mean, because God is always God? good. I'm just saying, man. There's nothing else for me to say, man. I don't disagree with it. Allah Akbar. Hello? <laughs> don't ever look at me like that when I say Allah Yo, whoa, whoa, <laughs> Yo, we even look shook when he said that. Don't ever look at no, me. No, it just came out of the blue. Like, oh, why are you saying this? The way the media have like made painted out that word. The media's me, painted like, it. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that, fam. Can I not say my? All what? I said is God is the greatest, fam. I know, I know. But audience, we know how the media. Audience, like, just how you just just in case you oh, didn't hear, fam. this guy said Allahu Akbar. I'll say it again. For and the look on Yemi's face was. Yemi thought I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't expect you to say Allahu Akbar. Just write that. Just no. You've never said you've never said it before in front of me. I've known you for three years. We're just here praising God. Feel you. you know what I'm saying, fam. You thought I was going to go out of the studio, fam. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Just end rhymes like dives today. <laughs> How are we, boys? How's your week's been? Oh, bruv. Busy, man. Yeah, it's been good, man. Just came back from Sweden. We had an amazing time out there. Went with Yemi and Rich. Um, mm. Yeah, we had a great time, man. Shout out Sweden. Shout out Gothenburg. Um, we went to Way Out West Festival. We got to see um, Stormzy and the amazing mystical, mythical being that is Erica Badu. Oh, good grief. Oh, she was there. Who was oh, half an bro, hour late? She was there, Who man. was half an hour late for a set? Yeah, and then when so she tra- And then when she tried to carry on, they cut her mic off after she ran off her. I mean, who was shocked that she was late? She but did it last year. Focusing on the performance though. She, she, uh, she might be the best live singer that I've seen. She was absolutely amazing. Um, her band were dope as well. So shout out to them. And uh, yeah, man, it was just great seeing her, man. That was on my bucket list. So I'm just happy I got to see her. We saw her at the airport as well, didn't we? I didn't get to see her. Well, I saw her anyway. Yeah, you and you. And you saw Erica Badu at the airport. I saw the glow. You know how they got that like, Super Saiyan glow? Yeah. She kind of had a, that kind of glow. Bro, they saw her and then they pointed it's her out like to me. I was looking everywhere and they wouldn't show me the direction that she went. In. She I told, I told you she went one way. I heard, I heard, I heard that's like Prince. 
Her, she, like, she was there one minute. I didn't even see her. No, I saw I heard, the aura. That's what I'm saying. I heard it like one minute you see them, then one minute they're not. <laughs> the aura was there. Oh, I saw something. I saw a glow. It was intense. That's what you saw. I said Dragon Ball Z. You saw intense. That's what it was. It was coming out of a pause. Glad you managed it. Yeah, Stormzy was dope too, man. It made me want to check out his music. I man. think we said that he's the best live performer in the UK. I'm pretty um, sure we said I, that. I whoa, whoa, whoa. I won't say that. Salis. I said that. I said another oh, podcast. Cool. I said he's the best live UK performer. You, rap not we. <laughs> rap, just rap. He's the best live performer we've got in the UK. We will argue that. We've another, said, another time. We've, we've literally had that, that conversation on the podcast. These views shared by Mohammed are not to that. No, man, I, I, I fuck with Stormzy. 100%. I fuck with Stormzy, man. I'm not going to lie. But no, he was, he was really good, though, man. I like the energy. Um, and I like the conviction and how he was spitting his bars as well. So it's actually made me want to check out his music. So that's on my list to do. Was he headlining? No, I don't think he was. He wasn't, was he? He kind of was. was he, he headlined Way Out West and then there was another part of Way Out West called Stay Out West, which was open until about two, three in the morning. Who headlined and that? Solange performed. Um, I want to say Ray Black performed. A couple of other people, but it was, another, it was in another part of town. It wasn't in the actual site of Way Out West. And we weren't trying to do all that. So mm. I'm glad you might enjoy it. We saw um, James Blake as well, which was a that was my first experience of really getting exposure to his music. So that was that was really good as well. So there's another one I plan to check out as well. Who else did we see? Saw El Sweatshirt at one of the clubs we were at. Uh yeah, and at the airport as well. I had Only to tell you... him I had to tell him he was dope. Only you will know who he is. How would you say that? No, <laughs> a few people only, knew who only he was. Yeah, we were spot out in Switcher, fam. I mean, he's nah. not that hard. Me and Peter could he's be not in that the hard club. to clock. Nah, nah, don't me say Peter, me and, don't me say and me Peter, and Peter could be in the club. I know who that is. Bro, I promise you, before you went to Sweden, we could have stood right next to him in the club and me and Peter would not know oh, who he was. Why are you from. bringing me into this? I know. Oh. I would have known. He's not, that hard to, he's not that hard to not miss. I'll be honest with you. I just think he's another guy from Shoreditch if I saw him. No, you wouldn't. Did he stink? Have you seen him recently? Nah. Shut up then. Did he stink? No, he didn't stink. There's a little... he, he, was with a, he was with a wonderful lady. There's a was she white? I think she was Swedish. Strong with this guy, man. There's a rumor in the air about it also. What's the rumor? What's the rumor? Stinks. I mean, there's a rumor about that about, that, about Charles Gambino. As no, well. that's a fact. Did you see the Breakfast Club interview? Yeah, that was years ago. Just pits just all out. <laughs> hey, man. I think Janelle Elko stinks too. Yo, chill. Why? You took it too far. She looks sweaty. No, you took nah, it too nah, far. Janelle looks like she smells of um, sweat, strawberries, and, and and heaven's clouds. Sweat. You better stop disrespecting today, I call fam. She looks she like look, she, no, she smells bro. like a no. used towel. No, we're not doing this, Why would bro. you do that? Why would you do that to Janae I call fam? What's wrong with you, Because fam? she does. Have I'm you smelled her? Like... Have you smelled her? No, but like, she looks- What are we talking about then? She looks sensational. I told you I told you what she looks like That's too. That's a very good point. Let me say it again? No, please don't. What Thank did you she look much. like? Fun? What did she say she looks like? I already told you. Let me say again. Nah, Janae's sensational, man. Mo, how was your week? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, fam. My week was easy. I didn't do nothing like you, my fam. I went suit shopping. We fam. We. You get me? You get me? Shout out to Chris and Mia. Ankles are coming out next week. Yeah. Yo, the ankles are coming out next Yo, week. Mo's about to kill him. Yo, Yo, the ankles are. Whoever knows me knows me, yeah. The ankles don't ever come out, fam. But next week. But it's wedding, oh, yeah. It's mad. It's cankles. mad. It's He's mad. gonna wear cankles. Man said, what is it? Audience, I want you to imagine a the, six the foot invisible socks eight coming out. Somali Donnie. <laughs> oh, fab, the invisible wearing, socks. He'll be wearing a suit like a drug dealer. Yo, it's fitted, it's fitted, it's fitted, it's fitted. It's fitted, fam. I'm not wearing it'll, no- It'll be white and pink. It's tailored. I didn't even use the wrong Oh, tailored. I said fit. We left fitted in 2005. All kill them with the tailored. We left fitted in 2005. This is tailored, fam. Oh, my bad. The cankles are coming out, baby. I like that, I like that. Oh, you might not ready for this, fam. Don't ever look at me and say, baby. I'm not gonna lie, fam. To the rhymes like dying fans, you'll see next Friday, innit? For you. It's coming out, baby. Well, moving swiftly on, let's get on to Yo, what we're here to talk about, man. We're, we're here to, you know what I mean? We're here to talk about hip hop. We're here to talk about rap. We talked about a lot of like, non-rap people just now. So let's just get into what we do best, we basically. We did, it? Yeah, we, we did. A lot of non-rap so, people, fam. Yeah, 100%. So we're going to start 
this week with a bit of controversy. Before you start, do you know what's so funny? What? We saw Georgia Smith. Oh yeah. <laughs> she was on our plane as well. Talk about Georgia it. Smith was in Immediately the after that, like, we did our podcast. Yeah. We saw Georgia Smith. She was yeah. right behind so us. So after you man were there calling her a plant and stuff. Anyone salute her? There she is. Wait, 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 wait. After who called her a plant? A couple of you man were calling her a plant. Just you man, yeah? Because no one, because no, 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 certain someone didn't want to talk about wait, it. Wait, wait, so just you lot called her a plant, yeah? Just put it in context. It was just us lot. Who called her who else? So it wasn't like the whole rounds like that people. I didn't partake in the conversation. Anyway, when you saw her, <laughs> when we saw her, how was she um, looking? She was cool. I tried to get him to say hello, but he wasn't. Did you say hello? Nah. I didn't really need to. I didn't want to say hello. She's looking good. I'm simply, you know, when I messaged the group, I was like, yo, bruv, you know that, that, um, that pride thing that we were talking about? Bruv, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't feel like saying hello. Anybody, she looks great, though. Anybody who great. knows me knows I cannot say well gone to celebrities. Whoever knows me knows that for a fact. Not on a. You said um, this on the pod. Yeah, not on a prideful thing. Just if they, if I say well gone, you air me. I've got a punch you in your face. <laughs> But let's, me, let's, let's begin Rule this back podcast. in here, really back yeah, in. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, I want to begin this podcast. I want to begin with today's topic. And today's topic starts with a bit of controversy. So basically this week, what we usually do on our Instagram page is every two weeks on a Wednesday, we do a segment called One Gotta Go. Where we basically pit four people against each other and leave it for the public to say one's gotta go. This week, we came up with a One Gotta Go for the 2000s and we picked out of them 50 Cent, Nelly, Ja Rule, and Ludacris. And the votes were pretty skewed, skewed and- They the, were wrong. The people decided that Nelly and Ja Rule should equally get the F out of here. And Mo was very, very upset about this. He's very, very hot. Um, and I guess what we want to talk about was, <laughs> Because this is a very long standing topic that we've been talking about since on the group chat and everything like that, to the point where I feel like Mo's been wanting to throw blows at someone. Yes. I feel you. Who was really the king of the 2000s? Because obviously, out of the four we picked, three of which are obvious contenders. Take the big names out of it, by the way. Are we taking the Jays? How and can you out take out the big names? I'm just asking. Are we just generically who ran the 2000s? Who, who were the who big ran names the 2000s? That you're referring to? I was going to say, take biases aside, Eminem. <laughs> Eminem. I don't think Eminem ran the 2000s. I don't Eminem. think he ran the 2000s. And right. that's not even Eminem and Jay. Gonna hear this and say, oh, yeah, Jay had, like a, Jay had a run. M had a run. I think a lot of these people had a run, but to say that M ran the 2000s, I feel like if you run the 2000s, you kind of have to run it from be, not necessarily beginning to end, but you need to have some sort of presence throughout the decade. I don't think Eminem had that. I think the only people who may have had that from when they started to the end, definitely 50 Cent. Jay. Definitely Jay. Um, Eminem was there from like the first half and then he kind of went away. Lil Wayne was there for the back half. Lil Wayne was pretty much a constant, but mid, I'd say mid, yeah. Like from when did car to car, yeah, about 06 onwards, about 06 onwards, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll probably even say when was Carter 2 or like 05, yeah, yeah, around that time, yeah, because Carter 6 was about first year college. Let's just say Carter's onwards, so like 03, 04, yeah. So he was there, so those are probably the, like, the big names. I Jar this- Rule. Ja Rule. Ja Rule so yeah, let's get had a really run. Did. Like, I'm sick and tired of this. No, because I really feel like people get Ja Rule. When did, his start, when did his run start? It started when it started. Well, like 2000? <laughs> yes. So he was when like, did Holla Holla come out? Was that 99? All right, cool. So start of 2000 is when he really became Ja Rule. Right. Yeah? Cool. Cool. Now let me get into this. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> I just want to say, I, when I take into account who ran the 2000s, I'm not taking... Cool, longevity plays a factor. But I think about, when I think about 2000s, who's the first name that comes to my mind? 
Do you get what I mean? Ja Rule. And the first name that comes to my mind when I speak 2000s, I generally think Ja Rule. So he's synonymous with the 2000s. He, to me, he is. Is he not? So when he is think, the 2000s. When you think 2000s, are you telling me generally, if it's summertime, say we're in summer right now. I mean, it is, but it's dead weather. But say right now it's summertime. Who's the artist you're naturally going to put on if you want to throw back 2000 song? Yeah, Joe, Who's Joe, the artist you put on? Joe, throwback 2000. It's definitely Joe. Yeah, he was prominent what, in the 2000s. I can't even. If it's, a, yeah. if it's a throwback and you actually see, yo, play a 2000 song, you're putting on Jar. My thing is, his, he had a run so strong from like old 2000 to like 04. Yeah. When was Clapback? Clapback was 04. 04. So let's just say that's when it and ends. New York and all of that, yeah. That's when, that's, let's say that's when it ends. He was so synonymous and he was so present in that time that he can definitely make a claim to be the king of the 2000s because he was literally everywhere. Every other week, I feel like. I remember growing up watching The Box and every other week I'd see a new Jarrell video. It was ridiculous. That's how much it was. Shout out Box. You guys are saying that, but how long are we giving these artists to like have a crazy run? Is five years enough? Because I think Jar came out in 99. So say he was out kind of, he was out kind of early, but the first single dropped in '99. Holla Holla dropped in '99. So say '99 to '04. And then like I think his last hit was in 2005 or 2006. Is that a strong enough run to say they ran the 2000? I don't even think he had '05 or '06. Clapback was one of his latest ones. Clapback was about '04. I'm looking at it now. Caught up was his last hit. When was that? That was in 2005. So he had about five years. Five years. So is that enough? That's half the decade. That's half the decade. I think. Yeah, I think that's enough. And it's not like he enough. was. Sorry, so I'm is that the criteria then? If you can, if you do, so five years is the minimum. Is that what we're saying? I mean, not necessarily, but if we're going to talk about having a five year run, I think that is a good enough amount of time for you to have had an era or a run in the 2000s to where you can say, I, think I ran it, it. I think it depends on the way you do it. I don't mean to cut it, by the way. I think it depends on the way you do it as well. Because Jay's run, yeah, Jay was present throughout the 10 years, but Jay's run was an album every what? Three years, four years. So no, I was album every year until um, Black Album. And when was that? Um, Black Album was two thousand. I don't want to get this wrong. Was yeah, that's my point. So like, yeah. he kind of slowed down making music here and there, but his presence was still felt. Yeah. Whereas Ja Rule was constantly, it was hit after, to do this. Take Drake out, but to do hit after hit for five years straight is at that point was unprecedented. That's yeah, and when we say running the summer, I guess um, summer running the two thousands. I guess it's more about the singles than it is the album. Yeah, and, that's what I agree. And, okay. the pre- and the presence and and the impact and everything like that. So even though someone at Fifty Cent had a monster run in the two thousands, it was in a shorter time than Jar. So that's why you could probably argue that Jar had a better two thousands than Fifty Cent, even though Fifty Cent literally came in the game and killed everyone. Okay, let's 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 take time, please. Let's take time, please. Let's take time. <laughs> take time. <laughs> Fifty. We can't say that Jar had a a way better run than 50 in the 2000s because 50 put other people on. So even though he wasn't maybe dropping hits on? himself, the whole of G-Unit, bro. Who'd you care about? I cared about all of them. Tell me who Bro, Tony Ayo's got a goal-selling so, album. So do we attribute the success of others to the person that put them on? You 50 was writing a lot of their hooks. So you, you kind of have to give that credit to 50. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying he was writing all their music, but he was like sprinkled all over their music. So I don't know if you can flat out say that um, Ja had a better run than 50. If we're talking just Ja Rule and 50 for the 2000s, their music, their material, their impact. Ja Rule wins. Then it's likely, I'm not sure if I would say that. I'm not sure if, I'm, not sure if I'm saying that Ja Rule wins. I'm not sure if it's that easy, but if we're just going, if they're just going, forget all the impact, forget, forget the people they put on. Just songs. If we're talking just songs, just if we're talking just presence, if we're just talking all that, it might be Ja. But it might be 52. It's not. 
It's not. It's Who dry. would you vote for? Well, I'm biased because I don't really care for Ja Rule. So I'll probably say... Bro, can you not talk like that, fam? Bro, I just don't care Do you know what it's to not care for? I'm so, uh, maybe I'm a Ja Rule as I've grown up, I generally don't know. As what? I've grown up, I've just become more and more gravitated to 50 than I have Ja. When, all right, cool. I'm not taking a talk. Don't get me wrong. If you ask me who's a better rapper, he's 50. It's not even close. But just the two fathers, discography... T- I'm sorry, man. I'm taking... What Ja done was different, man. I'm, like, what he... I'm sorry, bro. He he ran shit. No, it's definitely a monster he run. I feel like he... I feel like Ja Rule's 2000s run is up there with like some of the greatest runs in hip hop ever. Easily, 100. Um, percent It's up there with Jay and Jay in the 90s. It's up there with. Um, would you say Tupac had a run? I didn't even think Jay really. Pac had, had a. It wasn't a run. It was more just a sensation. Okay, just Jay's basic Jay's general run. Biggie had a run. You think Biggie had a run? Short though. Yeah, I don't count as the right, cool because like Tupac was a sensation rather than a run because because obviously I mean Drake, 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 you got to put Drake's run no, up there Drake, too. Drake's different. I mean, he has a run though. It's different, bro. I think from like 2011 onwards, it's the longest run. He's probably still seen. having a run. It's the longest run we've ever seen in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, that's the he's had literally having the longest run we've ever seen. Pretty much. But yeah, with with the 2000s though, like, I do feel like those two names specifically are ones that you would like think that are way more synonymous with the 2000s and others. Like, obviously, respect to Nelly as well. Nelly was like a mainstay in the 2000s as well. Mm. Like, that was like, he was quite important for my childhood, like for my secondary school years as well, man, because it was nothing but hits. And like, his presence was felt as well because there was nothing but hits and that was all I was seeing. And then, yeah, Ludacris, that was better then, bro. There was T.I., like, so I wasn't names. there for Luda, just on a personal level. What, you weren't there for like, Move Bitch or, um, what's that tune? Yeah, you think. <laughs> you, see, you, you see how he said you think like, whoa, 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 relax relax no, relax, no, no, relax. No, 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 area codes okay. move bitch okay. stand up okay. use a hoe okay. Saturday sticky yicky that. yicky okay. all that stuff sticky yicky yicky hey. what's your fantasy come on man uh, come yeah, on man right. come on man right. and he had the albums and he had the albums cool. back for the first time word of mouth chicken and beer I why you might get angry at me the guy won a Grammy you're not really respecting Luda you're not respecting Luda what does that mean it means that I don't care Nas never won a Grammy that's cool. Does that mean Will Smith's a better artist? But, but we're talking about the 2000s. And if, we're, and if you're saying you don't rate Nulicris, I'm giving you evidence to make, to no, make sure. No, I said I wasn't there for him. What does that mean? Like, I just wasn't, it doesn't resonate with me. Doesn't resonate. That's literally all it is. Do I feel like he had made better music in the 2000s than Nelly? No. Do I feel like he made better music in the 2000s than Jar? No. Then 50? No. Then T.I.? No. I think he definitely had a better run than... T. No, no, T.I. had a dumb run. T.I. I'm pretty sure had more number one songs. By whose definition? What, By whose definition? I'm pretty though? sure in the 2000s he had more number one songs. I don't think T.I. Number had one. Been, did T.I. I don't think There's T. I a had... difference between having a run in the South and having a run in hip hop. T.I. had a couple big songs in the 2000s. The one with Rihanna. Not bigger than Lugaris. The bro. one with Justin Timberlake. But well, that was like, late. That was like. That was later though. That was the 10s. I suppose, yeah. I mean, no, that's fine. Oh, wait. Huh? Yeah, check. I was checking sure? this. Wait, was a song with Rihanna in the 2000s? I don't think it was. Because I was looking, basically what I was doing was I was looking at T.I. I was just Googling this a couple of days ago. I was looking at T.I.'s number one songs. I remember when, because I think T.I. was the person I wanted to put ahead of Luda in mm. the group. I think I'm pretty sure I was like, yo, I'd rather put T.I. there. In the one got to go. In the one got to go. And then when you look at T.I., just if I was to pull up his singles now, just in the 2000s, he had to bring him out, which was a big hit. Big Shit Popping was a big hit. Whatever You Like was massive. Swagger Like Us, Live Your Life with Rihanna, Then A Gone With Justin Timberlake. These were all into 2000s. These were all into 2000s. Those oh, are yeah, big oh, songs. Yeah, I was sleeping then. That's my point. Like, T.I. was massive in the 2000s. 
But I'm only equating equating his run to it was like back in the, the late 2000s. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely like for example. I didn't I didn't even mention he had a, remember that song he had with um, what's his face um, Jamie Fox. Um, yeah, that song with just Jamie Fox early 2000s. He had swing your rag with Swiss beats, which I like that song personally. I still think Luda had like more bangers. Hundred percent. But see, I feel like was a bigger artist. If you're talking probably to, because Luda, probably because Luda was slowing down. Has Ti ever been a bigger artist than Ludacris? Yeah. Yes. If we even when? just compare when? album sales to album sales, I'm pretty sure yes. When? Right now. I think around the time he dropped the King album. It's about 2000. Just two so, so when Ludacris's run sort of ended. Yeah. When he was like when Luda was kind of stepping out of the game. Okay. So basically, but that's not that's not his fault. Of though. course, of not. Of course not. But he basically replaced with Ludacris. In a way. And then we just got to argue who made better music. For me, it's Ludacris. To me, it's T.I. It's in my top 10 though, so I'm biased. But I grew up on Ludacris, so I got a bias too. I'm, I lean more towards Luda. It's, I guess it's just preference because T.I.'s in my top 10, so I'm just biased when it comes to T.I. Yeah. I'm a massive fan of T.I.'s. But your main thing, Mo, is that you think that Jar and Nelly don't get enough respect for Especially, it. Especially, I feel like Jar and now starting stuff with people, but I just feel like they get slept on too much, man. You think it's being? On, do you think it's slept on, or do you think, do you think people just aren't trying to hear that shit? I think it's just memory, man. People forget. If we're, we live in a society yeah, where outside, out of mind, man. So where like Nelly and Jar aren't really artists that are like you know, in our faces. And it's the way Jar left the That's game. It. It's the way Jar left the game as well. Yeah, like, he left. He, he left on disrespect. Like he, we've never seen that happen before. <laughs> like we, till this day, that's never happened. Again, or where someone somebody completely, completely body someone. I mean, 50 tried with Ross and that didn't work. So it, you, you can tell that it was never going to happen again. That, it happened the other way around. If nah, we're just keeping it buck. Nah. Ross. Ross, Ross didn't it. destroy 50. No, he didn't destroy him. I'm just saying that. Ross way... didn't even affect 50's career. It didn't make us look at 50 any differently. True. 50 was already cold. I feel like with the way, yeah, I feel like, the, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, that's actually all right. I feel like the way Ross just done it was a bit smart. He just didn't respond really. Um, but the way we look at Jar's a joke man now because of 50 Cent. And it's that plays a part. It's not just that though. It's because he's corny as well. It's be, but this is it. I don't think people want to associate greatness with someone who's corny, personally. So you think he does it to himself? Yeah. So what's Nelly's? I mean, 50, 50 he, couldn't, he can't have done anything about 50 because at the time, obviously, he couldn't say a lot. There was a whole murder ink embezzlement thing. Was a money laundering or something like that? Yeah, basically, they got case? caught. Something like that. So he couldn't really say much. So 50 caught him at a good time, for 50 anyway. Um, when it comes to Nelly, I think it might be the same thing. I agree with Pete. Out of sight, out of mind. He hasn't done much... Like the last impact I think Nelly did was when he did a song with a man called Tim McCraw. No, stop it. He had a couple of bangers after that. Did Don't he? do that to Nelly. Don't do that to Nelly. Which ones? He had Body On Me with Ashanti and T-Pain. He had, I'm pretty sure there was a few songs that came up. Didn't My Place come after over and over again? Like Nelly, bruv, we're not doing this with Nelly fam. I could reel off Nelly hits, bruv. Country Grammar, EI, Hot In Here, My Place, Shake It, Get Your Eagle On, Shake It Up. Bro, Nelly's got hit after hit. We're not doing this, bro. Pause, pause, and pause, if we're talking money-wise, yeah, pause, Nelly pause, outsold pause. everyone on this list. Hold on a second. Hold, 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 hold on one second, hold on one second. Not enough is said about drop down and get your eagle on <laughs> and shake your tail feather. Doing that back to back. Can we keep it or not? Yo, enough, so. Nelly and can we not? Because we also need to acknowledge my place came off the back of the video and my place was a very good song. And he had opinion. the song with Kelly Rowland as well. What dilemma? Killing it. Yeah, that what the fuck? Come on, fam. I used to sing that in year six. Yeah, we can't forget Nelly, man. What have you done for me lately? What that's, about, and that's, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, man, because it's like, yo. So you think that basically people are looking at people from the 2000s with a present day lens of what have you done since then? People forget. Yeah, because how many people from the 2000s that were running the 2000s are still around? Wayne. Is he? Uh, is he? And Wayne's on Jay-Z. the way out. Wayne's out. If you want to be no, real. Wayne's out. Wayne's pretty much done. Wayne's done. Wayne's done in these streets. 
And then you have Jay, who ain't even a 2000s artist. Who else is there? 50 M. don't really make music anymore. M no one cares for anymore. Eminem, they do. The white fans still care no, for Eminem. No, I'm saying we don't care for him anymore. I mean, uh, yeah. Which makes sense because we're going on 20 years later. So it makes sense. It was only, do you know what I'm saying? It's not like. Yeah. But what about Kanye? Because Kanye was quite, I feel like his presence was felt in the 2000s as Isn't well. He more Where do you rank him in that? Is he that? more back end though? What do you mean? Isn't he... I, I think he definitely had like, up until, my booth, I think, with the 2010s, he reached a new level he that became, he wasn't on in the 2000s. He became an alien. He became an alien in the, in, in the 2010s up until now, I feel like. He definitely had a run in the 2000s, but I'm not sure if he really ran it in the same way. Obviously, he had consistent hits and he had great albums and stuff, but I don't really put him in that same class because he wasn't that type of artist, if he you see a, what I mean. I agree. I think he was an underdog. And he just but he had a lot of hits though, and he was present. 100% he was. And he was doing some of his most important stuff in that era, but... Because if we're talking about the five year, like you man said about Jar, um, Kanye dropped College Dropout in 2004. So if we're talking about that run from 2004 to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, that's that's six years. 100%. And Kanye was like arguably top three for those six years. If we're being real. If we're being real. You know but so you got to put him in that I look at I do, but I just look at him differently the way I look at Jar. Is it because Jar was more singles driven whereas yeah, Kanye yeah, was more body of work. Yeah, because his that's albums it. are untouched. Okay. Like no one could come close to... And of course, I think if we're talking just albums, if we're talking outside of just the singles, we're having a completely different conversation about who ran the 2000s. Yeah. But as far as the people who are just out and about, the people that we grew up on who were just those guys, the 50s, the Nellies, the Jars, those are those guys. Whereas mm. the others are more like, it's kind of more different. We kind of give different reasoning for why they're not in it, basically. So I, I, there was a couple of people that had a cool run. Fabulous had a cool run in two thousands. A couple of Jeezy had a cool run. Mm. But in terms of Fab, yeah, I was, I'm a big Fab had a, a Fab had a decent run um, in the two thousands. But not that many. He didn't have enough bangers. Yeah, Busta he, had a couple of bangers in two thousands, but I don't class him. He, he never really had a run, did he? What did he say? He never really had a nah, run. Nah, plus I don't. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, he dropped some of his best singles in the two thousands. Yeah, hundred percent. But I look at Jar and Nilly as. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's because they didn't outlive the two thousands that I look at them as a class of two thousand. If that makes sense, if that makes any sense, explain. Like I, the reason why I look at them as a class of two thousand is because Fifty was still making music in twenty ten. Okay. So and who else did we name? Um, Luda was actually no, he wasn't. Ti was still making music in twenty ten. Mm. I look at Nelly and Jaru as a class of two thousands because that's literally all they've got. Yeah, they didn't really go. Do you get what I'm saying? Too much. Yeah. It's like when you look at and that's the core. That's the crux of the conversation we're having because those are people that are 2000s, whereas the other people, the Kanye's, the T.I.'s, they've outlived it. Exactly. And they've gone on exactly. to be bigger and better exactly. beyond that. Whereas some of those artists, the Nellies, the Jars, the 50s, they're trapped in that 2000s bubble. Yeah. No one really cares what they've that's done the, since. Yeah, and that's why we, that's why I personally made that one got to go the way it was because those are the artists that we associate with that era. If it was just, if it was 2010s, it'd be a different story as well. If it was 90s, mm. it'd be a different story as well. So there are people that you just put in a box and they don't come out of that box. If they were still making the same, if they were able to transcend the 2000s, then they probably wouldn't even be on the list. That's my point. Because they were specifically tied down to 2000s, mm. but it's, if I'm not going to lie, I don't think it's much of a... I generally feel like the 2000s was Ja Rule's. Mm. I feel like 2000s was Ja Rule's. As soon as I think 2000s, that's the first artist that comes to my mind. That's the way I sum it up. 
And I feel like we naturally, maybe we all don't. Joe Biden, I feel like Joe Biden had a brief run. I, mean, I think 50 though, man. Shout out to pump it off. I think, I think 50. Focus, fire. Yeah. <laughs> I think 50, bro. Like, because 50 obviously came up with Get Rich or Die Trying, which was like, that was... Classic. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was astronomical, rough. But like, then you had... All the artists that he dropped, he dropped Lloyd Banks, Young Buck. I don't look at G- that though. Pop, I think game, Olivia. game. They, but is bro, that, they is all that, dropped. Is they, that fifty? Yeah, man. The game was. I don't look at bro, game. He I think, wrote like when I look at game, I think the Dre behind no, him. That game, game, game can rap, but like a lot of the hook. A, yeah, a lot of the hooks on that first album was fifty. Fifty was on a lot of the hooks for all of their singles, bro. Like fifty had a run. No, no, I'm not forget his that. own music. He had a run, bro, where he was writing hooks for all of his artists. We can't forget that because yeah, no. all their man had hits. Yeah, no. like Lloyd Banks had on fire. Um, they had the G- actually they had singles off the G Unit album. We on time, fire. What's, what's the timestamp on his run? Because I'm thinking uh, 03 to 07. No, no, no. 50 had a little bit longer than that. I think. No, I, I don't think it did. I think when after was Curtis, AO technology. When was before self destruct? 07. 09. And that's when he was done by then. Before, so when think, was AO technology? I think it was 07. I think he was done after the whole Curtis graduation thing. But he even had even after that he still had the little like before. I, um, what's the song of him and the arts? Hey, they baby, making me in there. Yeah, yeah that, was, but that was minor hit. That was towards his end. Though. The thing, the thing about the ends of runs or the starts of runs, you can do something in a certain year that can signify where your career is going. So it can be the beginning of the end. I, I think agree. with Curtis and the whole graduate, I'm going to sell more copies than. That was the beginning of the. That was the beginning of the end, and then he slowly went away. It's not a thing of where like you turn off a tap and it's just done. Mm. It's the little bleep, bleep, bleep. You know what I mean? It's that weird thing. Like, I feel like when I look at Jarrell, as soon as, you remember New York? Yeah. I feel like New York was the beginning of the end. Yeah, I think so too. It's like when he started returning when, to 50 Cent. When was that? I was like, oh, two or three. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's literally, when I look at New York, I feel like, I may be wrong, but that's when they, you know when he started retaliating with I'm 50 gonna check now publicly, when, when it was like, remember clap back, New York, New York. So Jar so ja was only two years into his run before ja, uh, 50 nah, ja went out. New York, New York was 2004. Four. Right, so oh, okay. 04, my fault. But then, that, so it makes sense. That was the beginning court, of the end. Because Caught Up yeah. came a little bit after Court that. was after. Caught That's, Up was the last one for me. There you go. So when I look at that, I think, clap back, New York. When he started publicly coming out and sending, because that was all to 50 Cent. Okay, so New York, New, New York was the beginning of the end. Yeah, because New York went to 50. That was the 50. No, it weren't. Who was it to? He didn't send for 50 on that. Bro, the, it, why do you think 50 had beef with Fat Joe? Because they were aligned with Ja Rule. That's, he, they didn't send for him on that. No, they didn't send for him, but he, that verse Jarrell was, didn't send for him on that. Fam, you pussy put around a vagina. That's to him. Are you sure? I had, that I could be to it. anybody. No, but that is to fi- The reason why 50 had beef with Fat Joe is because he was on that song dissing him as well. No. And affiliation. That's not why 50 had- but that, No. 50 only had issues with anyone that was standing near you. to Jarrell. But that song, 100%, that verse, even you could check it, that verse was definitely for 50 Cent. I don't know if it was. I'm a Jarrell groupie. Bro, but we're, well, it's about lyricism, isn't it? We're into bars, so it depends how you read it. I don't know if that was- Directed at 50. I feel you, but then the way he opened up, I'm not gonna laugh. I heard him say it is. I might be wrong here. I might be. I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna check but it. But I generally f- feel like I've heard 50 Eminem and Jaro talk about it. Even that he opened the verse was like, oh, you pussy from around a vagina, you want to log. Yeah, I feel like that was that was definitely to 50. The whole song's like, anyone, yo, bro. you say? It could have been to anyone. Because it wasn't just 50 that he had was, he, um, issues but with. But who was he really? Who else would he send for that point? Bruv, around like, the two, we're even forgetting about DMX. He also like had a lot of hits in the I think, um, I, mentioned, I, think well. I mentioned him in the group. But I know he's a 90s he's artist, a, he's a late like, 90s artist, but he had some of his biggest hits in the 2000s. I think Rough Riders and from came And he's, a, he's another person that had a bit of um, conflict with Ja Rule. He they were done like, by then though. Their conflict was done by then. No, it wasn't. A hundred percent. No, it wasn't. No, bro, it wasn't. you can check bro, it right ja Rule, now. DMX was on Westwood this in Ja Rule. But that came out all that was like That was early 2000s. That song came out 04. Yeah, but I think it was around that time that DMX was on Westwood Dissing Jarrell. What hits did DMX have in the 2000s? Um, Rough Riders Anthem. 
Up in here. That was no. Up in what? here. Rough Riders Anthem was nice that when was they first came out. Oh, yeah. Party up. When did party? Party up was 2000s. That was 2000s. It had to be. When did we go to America? Uh, that was like nine. Just pull up. Eight. I think nine, Grand Channel was any time after. I think that. Grand Saturday. But yeah, I think DMX. I think Party Up in Here was in the nineties. I mean, um, two thousand. Sorry. Um, hold on, I'm just gonna have a look now. Where the hood at? Where the hood? Where the hood? Where the yeah, hood part, at? <laughs> what them bitches want is in two thousands. Wait, what? 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 What's up? Was it the two thousand? <laughs> what the bitches want? Yeah, two, Party Up in Here is two thousands. Um, <laughs> favorite song, boy. That might have been his last one. To be fair, X gonna give it to you was two thousand and three. X one. That was quite. That was, a, that, that was a massive song. That was a massive song. It wasn't constant though. But then no, he's done, he's done. He's not it wasn't constant. Yeah, he's not it wasn't constant the way the others were. Will Smith had a bit of a run. Who? Move, man. Will Smith. So what run did he have? Yeah, 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 yeah. switching it. What about get so one song, party started That was too. nice. That was nice, nice. That was early nice. He was all nice. Switch and uh, shake, um, what's it? Uh, I party started. wrote that. What, Gay Jig, he yeah. did, he did. Yeah, he did. What did you say, what other song came out to others? Party Star, Will Smith. There's a song right after Switch. I remember Switch, but I don't remember Party Star. It's a banger, fam. Yo, it no, might be more of a banger than Switch. Yo, bro, Fresh Prince could rap, Will Smith couldn't. <laughs> what do you mean? Fresh Prince could rap. No, no, no. Will Smith could rap, but he was doing party rap. Nah, nah. Fresh Prince could rap. Like Will now we're on Elm Street, all of that shit. That was Fresh Prince, Jazzy Jeff. He could rap. Will Smith. Yeah, but Fresh getting jiggy with it, nah, nah. Yeah, no, no, Fresh... getting jiggy with it. Miami. Sorry, you remember Miami? Welcome to Miami. Miami. That's a banger, but yeah, you could have had a, bangers. Man. No, it was a banger, but he was like rapping like he was rapping with his Fresh Prince. That's because it was a different Will's, time. Don't act like Fresh Prince was barring your ears away. Like, busy. Come on, man. No, no, Fresh no, Prince no, was no, getting no, busy. No, relax. He's, we yeah. ain't doing Yo, that. Yo, Fresh Prince was getting Fresh busy. Prince I'm was, not arguing. Fresh Prince was getting Fresh busy. Fresh Prince had the storytelling on lock. That's my point. Bro, we need to like, and, and I've get, been I've been doing this thing where like, you know, obviously we pay respects to the OGs. But you feel over the top. But we got to be real, man. And I have the conversation with Rich all the time, man. And like Rich made me see it from a different perspective. We got to keep it real. A lot of the people that came after, like the forefathers, rap better than the forefathers. That's man. a conversation for another day, man. I'm just saying. No, I definitely agree with that, but that's a conversation for another. All right, cool. But same, isn't it? So we agree you that. Tell me, Fresh Prince bars. Yo, Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince does bars. Story, for the time he no, does no, bars. No, no, no. <laughs> for the time he bars. He's Sorry, man. Right, cool, but we got <laughs> but, no, no. But we got respect, though. Clap your hands, every. Let me never get started today. <laughs> he didn't fam. even do. He didn't. I'm saying. No, I'm saying that's what we got respect, though, innit? You just wanted to say that. That was crazy. It had nothing to do with Fresh Prince. No, that was the forefather, innit? Oh, exactly. <laughs> or Sugar exactly. Hill Gang. You know what I'm saying? That's the forefather that we got respect. I mean, Will Smith definitely raps better than Sugar Hill Gang. Easily. You know what I mean? But anyway, but yeah, so we. So basically, to conclude, I say 50 Cent around the 2000s. I say Jar. You say Jar. Where's Jar? Sorry. <laughs> You've had no. Pete. That's an sort of basic. I'm going to give it to 50. Thank you very much. Yeah, and Nelly's runner up. No, sorry, 50's runner up, then Nelly's third. Just put in context for you guys. That's okay, so if you don't want to put Luda in that fourth place, who are you putting in that fourth place? T.I. T.I. Clifford Harris. Eh, I don't know if he deserves it, but okay. Clifford Harris. Clifford Harris. Clifford Harris. Clifford is a wild name. Mm. I feel like when the dust is settled and we're old and grey and we reminisce about rappers from the 2000s, no matter how big they were or small they were, the majority of people are going to say 50 Trump's jar. How do you know that? I just know. I spoke to them. (laughs) Who's them? Them. (laughs) We've got to give it time again. They. By the way, yeah, I think I enjoy 2000 music more than I do 2010 onwards. Just put it out there. Fair enough. But I think he does too. He yeah, does I too. Do well. Yeah, I feel like I enjoy 2000s music more than I enjoy 2010 onwards. 2000s was fun. But I feel like everyone says that about their youth, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like if you ask our parents what was your favorite time, they'll tell you when they were growing up, their music was better. Yeah. So I feel like that's just 100%. everyone. So the moral of the story is the 2000s is a touchy time for niggas. Yeah. J. Cole had a little bit of a run as well, by the way. Who? J. Cole had a little bit of a run. In the 2000s? In the 2000s. <laughs> oh, this guy, bro. So the Kendrick, if we're going to do that. <laughs> 
We're going to do that. <laughs> Shout out to Slaughterhouse. Let's move on to the next topic, guys. So recently I was watching, well, I think we've all watched this uh, interview on The Breakfast Club by a guy called Glasses Malone. Glasses Malone is an MC from Compton, right? Or yep. yep. Like from, from the West Coast. And he's basically put out a new song called Tupac Must Die, which tells the story of Tupac's uh, murder from the perspective of the murderer, the alleged one being Orlando Anderson. And that caused a little bit of controversy because obviously Tupac is revered in hip hop and for someone to make a song about the way his killer killed him has touched people up the wrong way. So I guess what I wanted to know is, does hip hop need to leave Tupac alone? Do, do we need to let him rest in peace? Is it an obsession with Tupac bordering on just straight, like fanatical that we just need to calm down. Cause I feel like ever since Tupac died, it's been like what, 22 years, it'll be 23 years next month. RIP. He's been, RIP, he's been in our collective consciousness for so long. And obviously that speaks to the gravity and the impact that the man made in his lifetime. But even with stuff like, he's not dead, he's in Cuba, or he's in this, that or the other, like. Big up Hassan Shakur. Big up that as well, and, and Afini as well. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Afini Shakur. I feel like, me personally, I feel like we are obsessed with this guy and we don't, we have a relationship with him that borders on sometimes disrespect because we have such an obsession with him that we will try and do whatever it takes to try and keep his name in our, in our memory. So I guess to open up to the floor, guys, do we think that hip hop is obsessed with Tupac? Yes. All right, next topic. <laughs> Um, I mean, when, whenever you've got an artist that like makes as big as a big of an impact as Tupac, man, there's always going to be an obsession there, man. And like, you know, I've always said, I feel like he's probably the most, one of the most impactful um, hip hop artists ever. I, I still believe he's the biggest hip hop artist ever. Um, so it's not really, it's not surprising that there's still an obsession with him. Um, what, did I, you, what did you think of the Glasses Malone interview or the, have you listened to the The interview song? was insightful. Um, I've heard the song, I've watched the video. I think the biggest issue that people have with it is that it sounds as though he's glorifying um, the fact that Tupac was killed by a gang set that he comes from as well. Garces Malone, I think he's a crip. He's a crip. So because he's speaking from that perspective as well, and I think also because the person that allegedly killed Tupac um, is from that same gang, it sounds as though Garces Malone is... Although, because he's speaking about it from his from the guy's perspective that allegedly killed Tupac, it sounds as though he's kind of saying, "Yeah, he deserves it," which is what the biggest issue is. It's probably a little bit insensitive to you know the remaining members of Tupac's family that are still alive, and I think that's the biggest issue with it. But if we're looking at it from like a a purely art standpoint, it's art, which is exactly what it is. It's storytelling at its finest, um, and I can appreciate that perspective because we haven't heard that thus far I think everything that we've heard about Tupac dying has been from you know the perspective of those around him and from you know that of a fan so I mean it's an interesting spin on it um, did you want that perspective though? no I definitely wasn't asking for that perspective I'm saying man but you know I can it's art in it and like you know we're all allowed to express things in an artful way in however we see fit so he's well within his right to do that um, I don't think I agree nor disagree with it it's definitely brave though is there not like a responsibility to, to respect the family of someone who has been murdered by not 
bringing up something that could potentially upset them. I think it depends on who you are, man. No, I don't think it does depend. I think as of humanity, yes, we do have a, a responsibility to be, you know, empathetic and considerate to no, you know, no. the remaining family members of the person who has, you know, passed away. But with Tupac, it's completely different, man. Like whenever we speak about this guy's name, whether it's positive or negative, like you're not really going to be thinking about his family because he's such, he was such a like a he was such a big figure. So there's no way that you can you know always sit on the fence of positivity where Tupac is con- concerned, especially where like you know he wasn't he was controversial. So you know people liked him, some people didn't like him. So you're always going to have that. I think if you lived your life the way he did you kind of like relinquish that right for to only be spoken about in a positive way, whether you're alive or not. I, think, I don't think it's always positive anyway, though. I think when people talk about Tupac, it, 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 it probably does go more towards the positive, but he, there was a lot of negative stuff associated with it too, because obviously the day he died, he, he jumped a guy and mm. grasses went on set as well. So that mm. probably had something to do with it, allegedly. So obviously we know that he wasn't a saint, nor did he claim to be. Um, but it's just a bit like where Glass and Malone, I, while I appreciate the fact that you're trying to do, do up art and all that stuff, it's just like, it's been so long. I don't necessarily think he was needed. Mm. If you had done it maybe like a decade later, maybe when, it, when, when the wound was still fresh, maybe, but the guy's been dead for so long. Like, why do we need this perspective? Because for a bit of context, um, I don't know if you guys watch Vlad TV. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> fuck but, um, him. Fuck everything he stands for. Fuck everything about him. He actually does some really interviewing, in, interesting interviews. The bad Alweda. When he's like, not trying to spin a story. But go. The bad, the bad like, Alweda good with him. But just for context though, he has been interviewing a lot of people um, connected to Tupac in a way, whether it be people from death row, whether it be the police officers that, you know, were dealing with the case. So he's been, you know, shining light on their story and trying to, I guess, find more about, about the Tupac story. And I think more, more recently, he um, interviewed the uncle of the alleged person that killed Tupac, who was also in the car that um, did the drive-by shooting. So I think that's where it has always been a bit of attention on this Tupac story, especially more recently, which is why... Um, which is why Glasses Malone probably had the, um, the the platform to do it and why he felt like now would be the perfect time to do it as well. I don't think it's completely random. Um, and there's been loads of like ex-death row employees coming out and doing interviews as well. So I think that's the context that's needed too. It's not completely random. Um, this but I feel a- exactly what you're saying. This is, I feel it's like this a fucking long time. Yeah, I feel like people just pick up the two-pack story when and when they want and then that will just then create a bunch of other stories for, op- for opportunities for people to talk about their side of the story and their perspective. It's just an endless cycle, which is why I'm asking the question, are we obsessed with Tupac? Because it's like, I'm not sure if we do this to the same degree with anybody when edit with any other hip hop artists. Nah, we don't. And it's just like, bro, just let the man rest, innit? Yeah, but we have to also understand the way Tupac and Biggie died, man. It wasn't straightforward, bro. Like, but it was, we're not obsessed with heavy, heavily conspiracy theories. But you don't get this kind of obsession with Biggie. Um, because Biggie wasn't as controversial. Yeah, as Tupac. Tupac was larger than life, man. Tupac was way bigger than Biggie. I feel like it depends on who you are and how you go about it. Biggie, when it comes to Tupac, for me, Biggie was just a rapper. Tupac was way more than that. Tupac was an activist. You know, he had the a rapper's the least of what he done. Yeah, rapping man. was so the least of what Tupac. It's done. way more complicated, man. No. And their deaths weren't straightforward. I agree with you. 
So that's why there's so much fascination and obsession because there's always that speculation of, oh, was he really killed by a gang member? Was it the government? Like there's always been that. And that's partly because of himself as well and the stuff that he preached about when he was alive. So with someone like Tupac, it was, it's never going to be straightforward. There's always going to be that sort of fascination, obsession of, or, or speculation of whether, what you happened? know, yeah, what really happened. I That's mean, not going to die until guess, we know but, what happened. I guess, but when it, but when it becomes seemingly disrespectful, that's but, when it takes a different turn. There's, well, it's, more than, it's more than okay to be in, uh, intrigued by the whole thing because it is very intriguing. Everyone has their own perspective on what happened and how it happened and why it happened. But when it starts to become disrespectful to him. What if he really know what, like, say if Glasses Manon really knows what happened and he just wanted to put it out there. Is it disrespectful? If he's sick and tired of everyone guessing of what happened and he knows for a fact what really did happen with Tupac. Like say right now, if you're my guy and then you get jumped because supposedly he was danced with one of the guys in the car. So say you're my guy and you get jumped by someone. And then whether it's Tupac or not, and then you go and kill him, and then you end up dying, but then everyone's spewing in another way. I really don't like you whether you're dead or not. Because these men are not, they're rolled. They're not thinking about it the way we look at stuff. Do you see what I'm saying? So Glass of Malone was probably on some, I don't even like Tupac anyway. I'm sick of all the glorification. So let me show you look, why in his mind he deserved to die. It's the, nasty to us, but that's maybe the way he's thinking about it. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't even think he's looking at like, look, I'm not sure he's even looking at glorification or anything. He's just like, I just want the truth to be out there and you might take it whichever way you take it. But has he ever said that he does know what happened? Yeah, they, 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 I think, yeah people in, know in, what in, happened. In, in, right? No, I'm talking about Glass Malone though. In the interview, he was like, yo, he was boys with the guy that was in the car with the guy that shot Puck. I don't, I don't know about that. I saw in the interview was that he knew, basically there was two guys in the car and Glass Malone's dogs with one of them. I know they're from the same gang set. So I don't what, know if they knew each no, other. I, say, I think Glass Malone was just trying to tell the story. Supposedly he was, either he was dark with one of them. He knew some way he, of the guy in the car. Whether it was like, say, I'm friends with Peter and Peter's mm. friends with that guy. But somewhere or another. Some he, sort of affiliation. Some sort of affiliation. Yeah. But that rumor was always there. That type of rumor, of, I'm not, I've always heard that. Because everyone's always seen the casino footage of him jumping someone. Yeah. That rumor's always been there. But the rumor was that Shug Knight planted or whatever. If he that did, don't make any sense. But if he did, exactly. But then that was always, I always heard that. But going back to the question of the unhealthy obsession, I think it works both ways. I feel like as fans, it's an unhealthy obsession because we know the minute someone says Tupac, we're clicking on it. Even the word fan, like fanatic, like you're, there's a, there's a, there's an unhealthy. Tupac has a lot of unhealthy fans. Yeah, you know I mean, there's an unhealthy, like, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for, but there's an unhealthy, like, feeling that you have towards something if you're considered a fan. If the, if it means fanatic, like, so that, even that word in itself, like, is, is a bit mad in itself. If you, if you deep it, but sorry to cut you off. Um, yeah, well, of course, well, well, there's an obsession with Tupac. For sure. 100%. Yeah, but it's an obsession that you see with Tupac. You not, don't necessarily see with everybody else. And I get it. It'll gauge a reaction. Because of the- In rap. No, it'll, it'll gauge, in rap. It'll gauge a reaction. When, some, when Little Pump comes out right now and says, I'm, someone said that- Little Zan. One of these little- When Little Zan said Tupac was like, boring. Yeah, Tupac's boring. And someone comes out like, yo, I'm a better rapper than Tupac. They know what they're doing. They could come out and say, right now, I'm a better rapper than DMX knows and they care. I'm a better rapper than- If you say big or Tupac, Tupac's naturally, like you said, he's the biggest artist ever. He's going to get that. Yo, you crazy. Like, yeah. He's gonna, people are always, that's always gonna be, it's always gonna be like that. Tupac is the be on end all to certain people. I suppose. Do you see what I'm saying? People that ain't quote unquote hip hop heads, ask them who your favorite rapper is. Nine times out of ten, they'll say Tupac. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He's got that fan base where if you're not a heavy hip hop fan, you're still a Tupac fan. And if you are a heavy hip hop fan, you're still a Tupac fan. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? So he's got a certain base that not other rapper has. So they know it's gonna be clickbait as well the minute they mention his name. Is that a healthy obsession? Maybe. But 
I think it's healthy. I don't, I don't think That's it's, I don't, yeah. I don't know if it's unhealthy. I don't, I don't think it's like, but you need to let a man rest at some point. Yeah, because yeah. like, if we're, if, we're t- if we're talking outside of rap, like there are loads of people who have the same, who had the same impact, the same influence and all that stuff that I can name that probably don't get mentioned as much. Someone like a Che Guevara doesn't get mentioned as much and he died in mysterious, well, he didn't, he, he got killed by the government basically. He got, he got, he got, he got, in the head, fam, you, you see, see the pictures. Um, someone like a Leon Trotsky who got killed by Stalin when he sent um, so a Soviet agent to- right now, boy. That's the history degree coming out right 100%, now, 100%, 100%. I say Trotsky. Stop. Trotsky. Why you adding more, why, 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 you adding, why you adding more letters to the name? What's his name? I hate when people say What's wrong things and add more letters man. to the name. What's his name? Trotsky. Where's he from? Russia. All right, all right. So all right. Stalin, the leader at the time, sent a Soviet agent to Mexico where Trotsky was living after he was banned from Russia and the guy killed him with an ice pick. Gratata. Gratata. And this is not a healthy obsession with them, lot. No. But it's different with music. <laughs> and it's different yeah. when you're black. Two Packs are popular. It's popular di- yeah, figure, it's different man. when you're black. Like, all these guys are say, popular figures. No, but it's not, different. Not, not like Two Like, say Elvis at his How peak. do you know? You can go African, they'll know Puck. I think more people know Tupac than Shea Kavira, bro. And we know Shea because we do our history, but Tupac, I think, transcended all of that. I don't, I don't know if you can compare. I get what you're trying to say, though. I think Shea Kavira I feel like when you get to a certain level, I feel like when you get to a certain, level, like get to a certain level, they won't let you die. They're never going to let Michael Jackson rest in peace. Once you get to a certain level, Puck and Michael, to me, are the pinnacle of Music, just in my mind, anyway. I'm not saying they're the you best. You know what it is, though? I think it's... Anyway, but, like, they're the pinnacle of... Do you see what I'm saying? They're the biggest... Yeah. Pinnacle of what? Music. Celebrity? Yeah, in music. Black celebrity. I guess for me, it's the, mo- it's the concept... Prince? Is he on the level of Michael Jackson? Prince? I'm just asking a question. Don't do that. Let's not do this. Don't I'm do just that. asking a question. I'm not saying he's better or anything. I'm saying just the worldwide fame. Is he on the level Bro, of Michael Jackson? When, just look at the funeral. Before our time, it was either Prince or MJ. These... this. These were the two people that you would like. That's you the, would no, that's for music. I'm not no, arguing no, no. music. Even on a general basis, celebrity, on a celebrity general... Michael Jackson to me is on another level. Bro, on a that general... whole, you know that whole consensus of yo, this person doesn't walk, they float. Yeah, that was first like aligned to Prince. I said that earlier, yeah, but, but generally saying... people are gonna go for Michael Jackson over Prince. Michael Jackson is definitely the biggest celebrity than Prince. I'm not arguing. But Prince right is celebrity. Now. Like, let's not. You know, okay, 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 okay. But back but to Tupac. I'm just saying they're the pinnacle of music celebrities. So I feel like they're well, Tupac get... and MJ. Yeah, and I feel like you're never gonna. They're never gonna rest, man. But my thing is maybe my issue is the constant hypothesizing about how this man died. Uh, how many ways are we going to hypothesize how this man died? Until we find out, we're always going to do it. We're never going to find out. Then it's always going to be rumoured. There's going to be a new documentary every year coming out. No, nah, people died. know, but it just won't be put out there. No one like, knows for a fact. Of course. Media, yeah. no only, only a few and people. I think until that happens, until like, there's like breaking news, you know, da 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 da, that we've got this new information that shows too bad died this way, this but until that happens, until- then there's always going to be speculation. Yeah, I mean, only a couple of people know who, know how, uh, who killed JFK. And that's always going to be the case. Fifty years later, hundred percent. It's going to be the same. There's going to be a documentary thing. every. Who year. killed him? Do you know who killed him? Uh, I think it was a mafia hit. They, that's the... what I've heard too. Mafia. I think it was a mafia hit. You love me for real. Yeah, we could talk about post pod. Hey, you might know I who shot sure. JFK, fam. Hey man, watch better documentaries, bro. I, thought, I know who shot Tupac. Who? The, gl- the guy Glass and Malone said that. Yeah, well, Orlando. I, I, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard that rumor. Not saying I've, yeah, I'm, I knew people, have, but I've always heard that. rumor. I've never thought it was like a government hit. No, because I always I did. For a nah. long time. No, no, there's two things I always believed. I, when I was a kid, you couldn't tell me Shogunet didn't play a part. Wait, I was more that train. I was more that train. Because he looks like a fuckboy. Yeah, but he was in the same car. No, but then he was, do you remember? He got shot too. That's my point. But then the thing was how much of a clean hit it was. But he got shot too. Yeah, but it was such a clean, he got shot once. So? Anyway, but this, I was a kid. You couldn't, I, was, I don't care about making All sense. Right. <laughs> Plus, you remember that, there was, everyone knew that rumor about Tupac was going to leave um, Death Row. Death Row. Yeah. 
after he was going to leave death row that month, like a couple of months later or something like that. So rather than letting him go, Sugar was supposedly... And let's not act like Sugar's not a murderer. We saw what he done to Eazy-E. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. But let's not... No, he done, he's in jail right now for attempted hit, murder. Yeah, hit and run. But we yeah. don't know what he did to Easy though. I'm just saying, let's not act like he's not a murderer because we saw what he done oh, to Oh, yeah, yeah, we know. We, we, so, we, we know. and rumoured allegedly what he done to Easy. So that... Easy? Yeah, we, we saw what he done with the needle. You, <laughs> I'm on that train. Oh, no. Sugar that looks like the devil to me, bro. He's evil. Well, I don't care. Like, but to answer your question, in 20, it's, it's, it's what, what Mo is saying is exactly why the obsession will remain. Speculation of not knowing the truth. But do we need to leave Tupac alone? Um, Depending on what situation is. If we're... When you say leave him alone, do you mean... It's probably in relation to the death. Because obviously the whole reason why we're talking about it is because of the whole Glasses Malone thing. So and stop, he's talking about the death. So stop guessing how he died. Maybe not in those words, but it's just like... Leave it alone. We already know he's dead. There's a million hypotheses about why that's the case. It just gets a bit, A, boring and gets a bit like, we've done this. I feel like we keep not, doing this. I feel like if you're not praising him at this point, then leave, like, him, alone, leave yeah. him alone. If it's not for praising, don't. I've never heard someone talk about Biggie the way they talk about Tupac. But I, I, I'm saying? I, I love Tupac yeah. conversations though. Whether you've got a negative thing to say or positive, public, I, I love public. it, man. I love engaging about Tupac. So I don't necessarily feel like we should leave him alone. Um, maybe the in public we should because we can't argue with these guys but maybe the obsessing over how he died we can leave that maybe just talk about his legacy his music his his acting his activism maybe just focus on that but maybe the yeah it just makes me think like rest in peace Nipsey are we going to be doing the same thing for Nipsey if we don't find out who killed Nipsey then it's 100% going to happen and we know who killed him but... yeah but if like nobody gets found guilty or whatever then we're never going to know and we're sorry then we're never not going to keep trying to figure out what happened. We're never not going to talk about it. I suppose it's a different, obviously it's a different case, but at the same time, it's just like, we've been doing this and talking about his death for so long. And obviously it might not take too much away from his impact when he was here. But for me, it just, it seems to be the only thing more time that I'm hearing about. I agree. How he died rather than how he lived. It works though, isn't it, for people, man. Glass and Malone would not be talked about right now if it wasn't for talking about Tupac's death. I think I think we as a people, man, we are we there's something about violence, there's something about death that we all like kind of like oogle over. We man. love a conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? We, we yeah, the, we, yeah we love that you hit it and then we love and, a conspiracy. And because of that, that's why we pay more attention to how Tupac died. And because it was such a violent death as well, there's always gonna be like what you know this mystique and allure of oh my god, like what really happened? Like it just adds this like mythical presence to his already like you know but why is it his aura, actually, you know why is it, just a quick question sorry i don't mean to cut you why is the aura not the same with biggie um because biggie was, and no disrespects but he was just a rapper tupac was a larger than that yeah he was, he was like, an activist he was a lot more than that he was an activist. You know what I'm saying? and i think also because tupac was always and Biggie kind of did this too but because tupac was always talking about how he was going to die um always predicting his death he had been shot already I guess, I, I agree with you, Mo. I think we wouldn't be having a conversation about certain people if we knew for sure what happened to Tupac. So someone like Aglasis Malone, all the people that Vlad has interviewed and stuff like that, <laughs> they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have a screen time. They wouldn't have a platform to say these things if, if we knew or if people stopped hypothesizing. So I guess the mystery around it is fascinating and obviously we do love a conspiracy um i think a wild theory that i've just come up with maybe i just think the reason why we 
as black people, especially when it, as it relates to Tupac, can spy, have a conspiracy about how he died is because maybe we can't accept the fact that it was a black person that did it, in a sense. Because we've blamed the government. Obviously, Shugnat has been a thing, but Shugnat is a, is, is a very, very extreme example because he's a nutcase. So the fact that it was just a crip mm. rather than like something That's, a little bit more gr- yeah. grander. You, you know think what you I mean? wanted to make a movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. So something like a, a crip just killing him doesn't it, it, it doesn't sound as sexy as oh, should not had him killed. Yeah. It doesn't fit it the two parts. Yeah, the two parts exactly, all around exactly, yeah. exactly. It's too simplistic. It's a, you know, it is. It's a bit like I compare it to Omar Little in the Wire, the way he went out. Yeah, the little just, kid. Was, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it was just like you know random. what I mean. That was the genius. In the it was show, random. <laughs> it was quick. It Bruv. was like, but it was the genius. That's in the, it. Yeah, it was the genius in the show, though, wasn't it? Bro, that's a great example. You know, I was hurt. That's actually a great example because it's always. I was waiting for more when that happened. I was like. That's it? <laughs> For real? Like, who, is Especially anyone else after, gonna jump out? After the whole fact, after the whole yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never ever thought about that, I'm not gonna lie. I've never looked at it that way. It's just a it's just a theory, man. But I mean, I just want this I just want the man to to to, to rest in peace. I don't know who he is, but I'm just personally tired of just seeing someone 23 years later still coming out with theories of to why he died and stuff. And I get he's a celebrity, I get he's he's a larger than life figure. He's basically a god. He's a mythical figure in in in, in rap. Um and that conversation is always going to be there, but it just gets to the point where it gets a bit like, give it a rest, give it a rest. Stop using his death mm. as a platform for you. That's probably the, the issue I have with it. Yeah. Use your own, get your own platform, get your own, work your own buzz, get your own buzz, yeah. rather than trying to hang on the cocktails of someone who's been dead for oh, like two decades. Because yeah, a lot of you rappers will never be Tupac, you'll never be as big as Tupac, you'll never be as good as Tupac. So yeah, just do your own thing. And I kind of felt that way when, um. Uh, Meek had the tune two packs back. I didn't like that, man. I thought that's a bit disrespectful. Well, I didn't. I thought it was this very distasteful. I just didn't like it. I was watching the breakdown on Hip Hop uh, DX, back. and there was there was an episode where Merz, shout out to Merz, he did a breakdown of all the people who, after Pac or Tupac, compared themselves to Tupac. So there was Ja Rule, there was DMX, there was Fifty Cent. DMX did it. Apparently, he did. Did he? Did he? Just in his aesthetic, just in his aesthetic, and what he talked about. Ja Rule definitely did it. Um, ja Rule. Joey Badass. Um, what did Joey Badass Troy say? Ave. He called himself the new Tupac. Joey Badass? Yeah. Wow. And um, Troy Ave did too. He said new pack. Yeah, he definitely called himself new Fox. I saw that. So. But he's a snitch. There's definitely, yeah. But there's definitely, there's that, there's that, there's that wanting to be. And I respect that, but you're not going to get buzzed that way. Are we ever going to have an artist as big as that again? I don't mean to cut you off by the way. It's no. Tupac. Yeah. Drake is going to be the closest. Well, for completely different reasons. I'll talk for the reasons Tupac was as big as he was. Um, nah, probably no. not. Because I feel like a lot of these artists are a bit too fearful to do any of what Tupac did as far as the activism. So I just don't think they will. I think the and they don't want to stop their bag. And they saw the way he went out, I think, as well, plays a part. I yeah. mean, the person who was anywhere near close to him is already gone. Nipsey. Is it? Nipsey, that's a good shot, actually. I don't even like that comparison. I understand what you're saying. He called himself the Tupac of his generation. He said it in a bar. It's, it's a, it was a flexing thing, so I didn't really take it too seriously. But yeah, nah, man. Just what's the difference? Allow, allow what's, the comparisons. Why man. is it flexing when he says it? What Nipsey? Yeah, because the bar was. I think it was on Blue Laces too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, I just don't think Tupac. I don't think Nipsey really believes he's. He was on Tupac. He was probably way, doing like similar things to Tupac, so maybe of his generation, because nobody is really doing some of the things that Tupac was doing when he was living, Nipsey kind of was the closest as far as, you know, activism in his community. So I just felt like it was like a bit of a flex, like, yo man, like I'm kind of, I mean, I'm in that ballpark. I'm not with you, man. 
So I saw it as a flex. I didn't feel. I don't think Nipsey really felt like, yeah, I'm the walking yeah, embodiment of the new two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in these interviews, you could tell he's more. He yeah, I think he's way too yeah, humble yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, of course, but he has certain qualities that you could compare. Look at the way he went out. No, not just that. Just what he stood for, where he moved, what he did for the community, all that stuff. But you know, to answer your own question, that's why we will never leave Tupac alone because we're constantly comparing artists to him as well. So to answer your own question. Oh, so basically it's not, it's not really possible for us to nah, do that. No, it's enough. not. Because he, he's too big. You're always, as a people, we're always trying to latch. Right. Whenever we see artists, it's, it's just comfortable for us to compare. It just yeah. makes us feel comfortable. Makes putting people in boxes, comparing, like we just can't help it. I thought that was the only genre that does that really. Um, no, I don't think so. Like to the extent that we do. I don't know about that, bro. I wouldn't know because I don't listen to it. I, I disagree with that. Because even when, um, you man are going to get on to me, man. When um, D'Angelo dropped um, Voodoo, like a lot of them were, <sighs> I know I mentioned him every app. And I'm not even sorry. I won't lie to you, man. But um, I'm not sorry. I won't when, when, he dropped, when, he, <laughs> when he dropped Voodoo, um, from what I've read, a lot of people were like, you know, making the comparisons between him and Prince. So I think we just can't help it. Like, even when... Um, who, who came, when Jay-Z came out, I believe they were trying to compare him to Big Daddy Kane. Nas, yeah. they were trying to compare him to Rakim. Yeah, but I'm saying, in hip-hop, I feel like we do that more than any other genre. Okay, outside of um, hip-hop. Because you can say D'Angelo, New Prince, but who else is calling themselves, or who else is calling someone else the New Prince? Is Party Next Door the New Prince? <laughs> but is Bryson Tiller the New Prince? Is it because it's the most competitive? Yeah, 100%. Kind of, yeah, yeah that's it. That's so it. we want to be the best. You yeah. don't want to come and be like, oh, I'm going to be the next... Right yeah, yeah, man, it's a different like, genre of music. Yeah, that's why we talk like that. Like, like, we we annoying, come it, up it, it taking annoying, someone else down. Yeah, and like you, you said, saying? we love saying someone. It's like a basketball reference, for example. Whenever you get someone right now, that's the next Michael. Yeah, that's, that's it. the issue. Is yeah, that's yeah, the next yeah, Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jordan ain't played basketball since properly since '97. I know he came out for the Wizards, but that doesn't count. Michael ain't played basketball since. Is it a black thing? It's a black thing. It's a black thing. It's definitely a black thing. I'm trying to think of a comparison within certain sectors. Certain sectors. We compare everything with everything. If I tell you right now, ah, oh, Fresh Prince was, my other kids were sick. First thing you say, it wasn't Fresh Prince. Yeah, but in, in the art world, Facts. I don't think- Jean, you know what I mean? I don't <laughs> think Jean-Michel Basquiat was compared to like another black artist. I think they were comparing him to- um, Himself? My man. No? Nah, the, the blonde Donny. What, Andy Warhol? Yeah. I'm gonna sound so stupid right now. Oh, yeah. really? I'm gonna sound so stupid. Basquiat's black. Yeah. Basquiat's black. So, Haitian. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it is a black thing. I don't Shout know, it's, to it's, it's tough. Shout to Jay-Z for. <laughs> it's it's a tough one. I don't know. I'm trying to think now, like even in a pop world, who's being compared to who? Hearsay got compared to no, sure. no one. Fam. Anyway, but I I think it is a black thing. I generally just feel like it's a black thing where we love to compare someone with someone. You can't help it. And Tupac is part of that. Yeah, like even last week when it was episode with Rich when I was talking about Arsenal. First thing you lot done was like, yeah, he's yeah, not, but no, hold always. on. Jimi Hendrix was compared to Eric Clapton, and Eric Clapton's white. That's because he was the first of his kind, really. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, but I feel like if Jimmy was white, they still would have compared him to Eric Clapton because Eric Clapton was like, he was rocks, like Tupac but that's what, but then at, that's that one, at that time. That's one in a few though. That was John Lennon, good for you. Were the Rolling Stones compared to Beatles when they came out? Uh, probably, yeah. So probably. I don't know if it is just the no, but that's but I feel we do it more. Yeah, because you, you can name but they had, but they had, but they had, But they had their certain audiences and probably there was definitely like, um, interlinking between like, those audiences, but I'm not sure if there was a comparison thing as much as the hip hop thing. I think it was more so they're great, they're great too, right? Rather than pitting them against each other, we can't know. help it. We love that. Yeah, J Cole gets pitted against Kendrick. Obviously, I don't you know. know I, I wasn't around you know in the '60s, but yeah, yeah. 
I feel like that's what it is. I feel like we love to pit two people head to head. That's fine. Like, I mean, me too, man. I love, you, I love a cheeky That's what makes it comparison. interesting. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, that's what the whole podcast is uh, about. I, I love a cheeky comparison, you know what I'm saying? But maybe cheeky. we should stop. I don't know. No, 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 no. The reason why- Fam, episodes will be 10 minutes. The reason why you can't stop as well is because this is what keeps it alive. That's why we're the number one reason right now. Yeah. Because of the competitiveness. I want to fuck everyone. I want to be the best. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, even on tracks. Like, look at Pusha's last verse when he yeah, said, that's true. he had Lil Wayne on the same song as him and tried to destroy him. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a good point. That's what makes it so revitalizing. 100%. I don't know if I used that word in the right context, but there you go. You did, bro. bro. Well done. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that, that's that journalism degree right there. Like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's that Middlesex University. Shout to him. Middlesex. <laughs> well, okay then, fine. It, we won't ever really stop talking about Tupac, which is probably a good thing. In in, a, in in the grand scheme of things because it means that we keep his memory going um, I just wish that people just put a sock in it when it comes to the conspiracies the conspiracies 100% you think we're going to do the same when Jay-Z dies? depends on how he'll die no, do you think if, no but do you think we're always going to compare people to him as well? yeah for sure we, we, do, we do it now whenever there's like a new like you know I don't feel like people get compared gun, to Jay-Z we, we compare him to the, the, the biggest I don't think I hear people get like, I had the Nas. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, other than Drake, I don't know who has ever been classed like the new Jay Z. I've heard the new Nas a few times. Yeah, I've heard Cole be the new Nas a few. Well, speaking of Jay Z, Jay Z has um, hit the headlines this week for something very, very controversial that a lot of people are struggling to understand and are, fighting, are, fighting, are fighting their morals with. Um, I'm gonna let Mo explain what's happening with Jay Z. Um, depends on where you want me to start. Essentially. Well, so Jay Z has. Partnered up with the NFL. Yeah, so basically he's signed some sort of partnership with the NFL. We always, yeah, he's linked up with the NFL, signed a partnership to liaison with them with the Super Bowl performances and also for some kind of social justice reform right. and for black people in America. Okay. Whilst the NFL still blackballs one Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Who essentially has been blackballed from the NFL for protesting and crime against black people in America, police brutality and all of that in America. And it's my understanding that Kaepernick had no idea that Jay Z was. Jay Z tried to say he. Jay Z tried to say he spoke to Kaepernick, and Kaepernick came out and said, "No, nah, that's not even true. You never hollered me at all." Um, yeah. So essentially, Kaepernick came out and said, "No, nah, you ain't done nothing like that." Um, yeah. My personal opinion on it is, I don't respect the move. Um, essentially, what Jay Z's done is partner up with the enemy. If you want an honest opinion, I would have expected more from Jay Z. Someone. Like a Jay-Z knowing. The problem is we we put Jay-Z on a pedestal that he doesn't deserve. That any artist deserves, in my opinion. Like I know, for example, just side topic, I know, for example, like Cardi B was talking to Bernie Sanders a couple of days ago. We put artists on platforms they don't deserve and you see what I'm saying? Pedestals they don't deserve. But anyway, so what he done was he, I don't respect the move because whilst you're partnering with the NFL, NFL still blackballing a man's living. This was Colin Kaepernick's way to earn money, way to make a living. And then also when he sat down with the NFL, I don't know if you guys saw the video, but essentially he was like, the time for kneeling is over, it's time for action. It's easy for you to say, bruv, you wasn't the one that was kneeling. He's also and a billionaire. Exactly. And for you to also say the time for kneeling is done, it's time for action. You're shitting on Colin Kaepernick because let's not act like he hasn't put in the action. Colin also, Kaepernick's put over a but, million. But also he's been losing money. Exactly. For three years, not having a team, putting his own money into programs. He's put over for a million. He, he's got a website where he shows you where he puts the money. He pledged over a mil. You can go online right now and see where everywhere Kaepernick's put his money. So for you to come and say- That's a disrespect. The, the time for kneeling is done, it's time for action. Don't do that. You're not the one that's losing your money. 
you, your end goal, I could remember I said this on today's podcast. Jay Z is going to be an owner of an NFL team within the next five years. That's Wait, the only reason why he's linked up. With I the mean, NFL. that's that's the um, speculation that they're saying now. They're saying he's poised. See what I'm saying? To, to be a part owner in one of the um, NFL clubs. That's the end goal, bro. You don't think Jay Z is a capitalist? That was always his. He's been a capitalist. Yeah, if you bro, listen to like, his music, he's that's, that's all he cares about. Yeah, man. Like cool. But, but, he, but then this just kind of puts all his actions to try and get um, Twenty One Savage out of ice into question it brings my I don't think it does I, I don't think we should all of a sudden forget all the positive things he's attempted to do for our community um, I think I, I don't know too much about the situation so I want to wait until I've got all the information and I also want to wait to see what the end result is I don't want to jump the gun but just looking at it immediately it don't look good man it doesn't look like it's a good I didn't want to jump the gun either but to be honest looking at it and I did want to see what he would do but what can he do? It, it kind of, but that takes a lot of time. Like that takes a lot of time for us to really see the effect that he's going to impact, he's going to affect on the Then NFL. let's wait. Let's not jump the gun. But we as a people, we're very no, quick to jump what, the gun. What's he going to do? Because, Colin Kaepernick's okay. not going to get a job today. Yeah, but, we, yeah, but bro. He's not. Colin Kaepernick hasn't had a job for three years. The NFL have hired over 200 quarterbacks since. Now, I don't know the- um, 175 of them he's better than. And that's just a fact. Well, I don't know how fast it is to own a club and all the, um, the contractual but stuff that you if need to he go get, through. Like, I, don't, I don't know how fast that- that takes to get done. But let's just say he owns a club next month, for example. We don't know if that's going to be helpful to getting Colin Kaepernick a, a club. We don't know. So I feel like we should wait and see. We have to also back our people. We have to stick by our people. Let's not just chuck them out to the wolves just because on 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 face value, it's looking as though it's a bit of a weird, shady move. Let's wait and see why what would, actually happens. But why, would Jay-Z, but, what if but, why would, on, but why would Jay-Z say he talked to Kaepernick when he didn't? Now that doesn't look good at all, at all. Because then he doesn't have Kaepernick's best interest. Yeah, I, I saw that too. And I saw, and, and Colin Kaepernick's partner, I believe she came out and said, no, Listen that's me. not true. Yeah. And we Eric had no Reed. idea about the deal. So it doesn't look good. I've said it doesn't look good, but I still want to wait and see what happens before I really start criticizing them. I can't <laughs> see, just a personal thing, I can't see any way this comes out good. Even if he gets his own team. I can't see, I can't see, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much J- money exactly Jay-Z that. is. I can't see a black man affecting that much change on the NFL. And if I don't give a yeah, fuck but, yeah, about Yeah, but Jay-Z is not just your average black man. He's got a lot of power. A lot and a lot. More of, than the NFL? And a lot of money. No way. Um, no way. I mean, he's already in there though. He may be aiming to change it from the inside. This may just be the first step. I'm not making excuses for him at all. Because again, it doesn't look good. And even from what I heard of the um, the interview, from just from a psychology standpoint, man, he's... Yeah, he's he's I'm in, he's stuttering, he's, he's not really, he's not really answering the question. Like and jiving, so it fam. doesn't look it doesn't look good. It doesn't sound he's good either. And jiving, but bro. I still want to wait. I feel like Jay-Z's done enough in my lifetime where I'm gonna try and trust what I feel like he may do. We have to be patient too. I agree, but have you, do you guys know about the story about the spook that sat, sat by the door? No. Um the FBI, who? a guy he infiltrated the FBI. Um he got in there and he started making changes from the inside. But on the on face value, you're just gonna think, oh man, you got this Don China like. Oh, okay, was he black? Be a Fed, yeah, he was a black. He's a did. black guy. Um, so I think we should wait. He nah. might be like the spook that sat by the door, where he's you know he's getting in there and he's gonna try and make changes from the inside to further what Colin Kaepernick was doing. You can't. But why? I get what you're saying. Why but can't? He, but he, it's the manner in which he went about. My it, thing is, if I'm he sorry. knew, he must have known that what reaction this was gonna get. He has not reacted well to the reactions. I, it doesn't fill me with much confidence about what he's going to do. Of course, I would love to sit here and say, I want to wait as well, because that's what my initial f- reaction was. Let's wait and see. Maybe he does want to affect change from the inside. But if he's just acting this way after the announcement, 
not telling Kaepernick? Like someone who has actively been fighting the good fight for three years, he should be the first guy you tell. Mm. I've got a question for you guys. That's true. You guys are saying change from inside. What's there to change? I mean, NFL the, ain't the, the ones that- The racism in it. Yeah, but then that is where it is. Like, why does he need to go into the NFL and change it? There's nothing really that you for need to change. For people like Colin Kaepernick that are taking stands and are essentially out of jobs. My thing is though, even if Kaepernick takes the stand, there are a hunch, bunch of other black footballers that won't. So they're clearly happy with the system as it stands. 100%. But also it speaks to the fact that obviously they got a life to live. They got families to feed and all that stuff. So it's not viable for them. I don't think that's going to change if Jay-Z comes in. Not at all. There's one that's kneeling right now. Eric Reed is kneeling right now in the NFL. He got his job back. He's kneeling right now. He was one of the guys, that, one of the first. He actually done it straight away with Kaepernick. He's in the NFL right now. You should see his Twitter page. He's going nuts on and Jay-Z. Mm. The way Jay-Z went about it was wrong. You shitted on Kaepernick in front of essentially the enemies. I don't respect anything about this move just on a personal level. I just don't think what he done was right. I think Jay-Z, if he does plan to implement change from the inside, should at least have had the decency sit Kaepernick down and lay out the plan rather than Kaepernick having to find out with the rest of us. Something that has actively affected him. He's finding out with the rest of us who have no idea about his struggle and you about like, Jay-Z. And you have to like Kaepernick's just been kneeling and that's it. Like all he's been doing is just taking a knee and it's fuck everyone else. Don't do that, man. Mm. And then like I said, I feel like we also put celebrities on a certain pedestal. And, and as you said, like it's, 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 it's capitalism. He is a capitalist, pure Thanks. and simple. Thanks. And to me, this is nothing but a capitalist move. Like he has this model where he acquires stakes in companies, sells them off, moves on to the next thing. I think this is just another cycle of that. But again, a part of me still wants to wait and see what happens. But it it doesn't look good, man. I'm not gonna lie, it, it doesn't look good at all. But you know, and I don't want to have to say this about I don't want to have to say this about Jay Z. But this is a massive disappointment. From the outside looking, in, this is a massive disappointment. There's nothing. I'm, I'm I get what you are saying. Give him time, and I respect your opinions. Mm. I don't fuck with this move at all. Like on any level, even if he gets his team. I don't fuck. If he gets his team four years down the line, because he's not going to get a team anytime but soon. But should we be surprised? That's my point. That's literally what I was saying earlier. We should have been celebrating. I'm surprised. No, I'm not talking about- But I'm just saying, they're cap we knew Jay-Z was a capitalist. Right? No, but, so but this is what I was going to say about the whole 21 Savage thing, about the whole um, freeing all the black fathers from jail thing. Like, from the outside, exactly. That all looks amazing. You look like a proper social justice warrior. But none of warrior. that goes out the window, though. Why does that go out the window? Because it? it makes you look at those moves differently. Why? Because well, how do you, you go from that to then partnering with partnering with an organization that openly racist. mistreats? But let's black not people. compare the two. Let's like look at them in like as, as independent instances. You have to all the, all the stuff that they were doing as far as like you know trying to help people get out of prison or whatever, um, helping with meat mills legal issues. Forget that. Let's park that. Let's look at this as an independent like instance and just looking in it on his own, it does not look good. I don't think it takes away from everything else that him and Beyonce are doing within the community. I don't think it should. I got a question. But we're hip hop, we compare. No, I got a question for you guys. I got a question for you guys. I got a question for you guys. Was Jay-Z doing this before it was a thing? What do you mean? Was Jay-Z and Beyonce, by the way, doing the whole black activist Someone thing else said that to before it became a thing on Twitter? Because no. remember, you need to understand, it's only recently- He'd been we, getting criticized for it no, for a while. Me, People have been yeah, getting at him, but that, in his defense, um, people have also said that he does things behind the scenes I and he doesn't you, want people to the, know. But my thing is just as a question, the whole being woke on stuff, all of that's kind of recent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's say 2015 It's marketing. Onwards. But say 2015 onwards, you couldn't tell me Beyonce it's was- It's marketing. Dude, Beyonce became a Black Panther person in what, 2016? Jay-Z became <laughs> who we knew in in what, 2016? 
They he only let's not act like Jay Z was giving everyone money and social justice reform his whole career. It's definitely He was only doing it when it became a thing where we started caring about that. Then he dropped four 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 when we cared about stuff like that. Let's not act like Jay Z was the second coming of Martin Luther King his whole career. He wasn't. He's only been doing this when there was money gain in it. Yeah, but he was still affecting change regardless. But, but he knew the way we was gonna buy into it. So what, what are you what are you trying that. to say? I'm saying just what's the word I'm looking? Oh, there's a saying when it's like the uh, sheep sighting sighting. I don't know what I'm looking for the saying, but I'm saying take what he's doing at face value. I feel you. That's all I'm saying. Take what. He's and doing I think at face we value. have we have to compare what he's done now to what he's done in the past because it's not it's not adding up. Like you can you can be you can do good things you can do bad things. I just think this is a really bad thing that he's done that makes all the good things that he's done seem a bit like, well, did you really mean that? Did you want to do that? Or was it, was, it, was it just for show? This, that, and the other? That sort of thing. These are the sort of things that come into your mind when you see something like that. Naturally so. This extreme is extreme, bro. This, I don't mean to cut off. This extreme is extreme. Like what he's done with the NFL to me is extreme. And and maybe, we're, maybe we're hyping it because again, we don't know what's going to happen. It's still like a few days fresh, but it feels like a massive letdown. He's going to get his team. That's essentially what's the end goal. So if he get gets stuff. his team and then Colin Kaepernick gets um gets gets a job, it's not about it's not about that. So what's it about? It's, I get if he gives Colin Kaepernick a job, great. He's by the way, in do you want me to be completely honest with you, he's not gonna get a team the next you can't get an NFL team that quick. It's just the way it is. He's probably gonna get a team. Didn't he take a settlement? Yeah, we don't we don't know how, didn't Cap take a settlement a settlement of some yeah, sort? Yeah, because they were essentially he took them to court and then cause you're like you're clearly blackballed. Oh, like, that's what the settlement was. Yeah, because they took him to court and he was taking oh. basically him and Eric Reed were suing the NFL. Because essentially it's like say Kaepernick was a top twenty quarterback. When with not even top twenty, top fifteen quarterback before the 49ers, he left the 49ers and no team hired him. I promise I'm not exaggerating. The fifty seventh quarterback rated got picked up before him. So it's like, yo, at this point, nice. Kid. Then there was emails that got leaked that he was getting blackboard. So then he had enough ammunition to take them to court. Then they settled out of court. I see. I'm just saying, if Jay Z gets a team, great. Do I think he is? Yeah. Do I think he's gonna get one? In the Peter, what do you? Kaepernick? No. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Pete. What do you want to see Jay Z do in the NFL in an ideal world? I mean, I don't really, I don't fuck with the NFL, man. The man are racist, but um, I think because Jay's now got his foot in the door, I want to see what he will do. I don't want to be so hasty as to start, you know, jumping the gun and criticizing him. As I said on face value, it doesn't look good, man. It looks That's really, really your guy, man. Especially, <laughs> not, <laughs> but like. It's what it is though, isn't it? It's all about communication, <laughs> man. And it's appearing as though Colin Kaepernick wasn't informed. So that's, that's where the issue is. Wasn't, yeah. That's that's like that's the thing. So there needs to be. I, I don't know. I man. think it would have been. I just, just, I just hope they need. I just hope they talk. I, I think talk. it would have been just as much of an issue if Kaepernick knew or not. I think it's bad either way you look at it. Because if Kaepernick no, nah, because if Kaepernick would was okay with it, I don't think we would be looking at it the way we are. I think if Kaepernick had endorsed it and was like, "Yo, I'm in on this as well," we would look at it a bit differently. Not I think really. we still. I think we look at it worse. If I'm honest, not really. Nah, I don't if think you, so. if someone, if I someone, think we look at it worse. Someone punches up your brother, and then you go side with him. Even if you talk to me, still like, yo, that's the guy. That's yeah, but I'm dirty. saying if Colin Kaepernick is with Jay and he's like endorsing the deal that he's doing with the NFL, no, nah, there's nothing. I to think it. we look at it differently. That bro. whole deal, shady. By the way, you think NFL's already regardless. done? Already, yeah. NFL had done this last year. By the way, they done a. They signed up. They joined one other NFL player to do a social justice reform last year. That was only to pander to black people. Same thing they're doing with Jay Z. I don't care what else. This is to pander to us. To be like, all right, look, we've linked up with your guy. Just shut up now. It's all marketing, isn't it? Yeah. And then, like I said, Jay Z did become a revolutionary the last four years when it became a thing as well. Same with Beyonce. They both became revolutionary when it became a thing. 
But we don't know what they've done behind the scenes. So I don't know if it's fair they've to say They've definitely done that. a lot behind the scenes. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I, just, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying. Um, Harry Belafonte came out um, I didn't quite, quite early, like years ago, and was criticizing them for what they do in the community. Um, and even Jay, I didn't like Jay-Z's response to him. So I get what you're saying. It's to fuck off, quite, basically, didn't it? Yeah, so, basically. So Harry Belafonte. <laughs> Yeah. Essentially, you can't yeah. see. So then, how can I not look at you on the side? And it even didn't did he take Black Wall Street and start making money off all of that that shit? Yeah. They're all capitalists. They all know how to pander to us and make their money off us, and then do yeah. something like this. I'm yeah. telling yeah. you, brother. But isn't that one... what they're supposed to do? They're businessmen. No, I feel you. No, as a businessman, I can't. No one can ever chat to Jay Z. By the way, Jay Z still to me the nicest ever. Like I'm not gonna argue that. But it's just as a human being, it's just a side eye. And you're right, it's disappointing. But maybe we're foolish as well to look at. I remember Malcolm X said it, bruv. They feed us, they, instead of like to a white person, they will never go to a celebrity and be like, yo, talk for these lot. Mm. They've got politicians. I remember Malcolm, I've got it on my phone, but Malcolm X was like, to black people, we all, only people we look at is the musician and the basketball. Then maybe we should stop putting these men uh, in. Malcolm X said that. Really, maybe that we should stop. The whole idea of musicians being role models is just, yeah, yeah. And that was a speech he gave 60 and then it's still relevant today. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like wild. Like, Celebrities like, are selling a lifestyle. In no way they're going to be a role model to me. No, I feel you, man. Someone like a Malcolm X is a role model. Someone like a Huey Newton is a role model. The GOATs. You know what I mean? Something like someone who raps about selling weight and then becoming a businessman. That's not the type of person I want to be. Or, or the person I want to like be like. You see what I mean? From time he could tell Bella, Harry In Belafonte. In reference to Jay-Z. In reference to Jay-Z. From time he could say to Harry Belafonte, fuck off. Come on, he man. didn't say that. According to Yemi, yeah, I mean, he said he don't respect him. Something like that, right? Yeah. See, that's even worse. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's worse. Saying he don't respect Hollywood Belafonte is worse. Yeah, man, man, Pete really don't want to talk about this right now, but no, I'm good talking about it because <laughs> Pete, care, do you agree with me? I care about black people more than I do like Jay Z. So of course I want to talk about it. It just doesn't look good. It, it, I said it doesn't look good, but again, I'm not jumping the gun. You want to see how it pans out? I still, out? yeah, man. Like I still, I feel like we, we need to back our people, no, even when they're doing like fuck shit. We should pull them to side and be like, yo, bro, you're doing fuck shit. But I want to see what happens though, because if something great comes from it, everyone's going to start, you know, tucking in their tails between their legs and start taking back what they've said. What so let's not be too hasty. I feel like we're way too fast. Let's wait. Let's see what happens. I'm going off what Eric if, if nothing and good Kaepernick saying. If nothing good comes from it, then cool, go, go in. But are let's, gonna, let's are wait. Gonna, are you going to join us? Probably not. <laughs> but <laughs> why you don't show the black man on the mic? No, I can criticize, but I don't need to go in though. But um, I'm just going off. Kaepernick. I just want to wait. That's it. I just want to wait. Give Let me time. wait and see what happens and then I'll have more of an opinion. I'll give him that. Give him time. See what happens. It doesn't look good. If anything, it just screams capitalism. It screams, not necessarily greed, but it just, it's a little bit, yeah, man. I just, you sold out. So that is what it is. A little bit, yeah. No, yeah, to me anyway, he's, that's a yeah, sold out, it's, bro. It, like, it screams that. You dash your brother under the river. I'm going to end this segment by saying, I knew there was always a reason why I thought Nas was better. And can I just say, I get why Nas said fuck Jay-Z. Wait, what? 100%. It makes so much sense now. He, hey, he prophesied. He saw it before we did. He saw it before we did. What did he, he say again? And, how and now this deal is fucking it, with our soul like ether. If yo, if, 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 oh, 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 bro, if, oh, I see what you done there, fam. And then what did he say? That's the, that's the guy, that's the dude you name your company after. It makes sense now, hey, fam. It makes sense now. You feel now, me, fam. you feel no, me. Fam. Always knew something was off of him. Bro, if something- We should have asked Russell Simmons. You know what I mean, fam? Why do they call it a blueprint, not a black print? I feel, you, you know what I mean? Saying, you know what I mean? Now I'm saying, fam. KRS already had an album called Blueprint. Blueprint. You know what I mean? Shout out to Nas, fam. Like, I'm telling you, it's always been funky in the air, you fam. Mean? You know what I mean? I was telling you, fam. I'm telling you. He probably went and did um, karate classes with that guy as no, well, the NFL fam, guy. I wasn't his wife. Dark Both Tybo hoes. Wasn't his wife dark skin in 97? 
Something like that. And now she light with us. You know what I'm saying? Mad with a different nose, right? Mazza. It's mad how it's, everything changed up. Mad. Mad. You know it's what I mean? Mad. Mad. And what black what what black man will call his kid blue ivy? Jeez. Who calls his kid blue ivy? I'm telling you, man. And your family calls someone blue? Hell no. No, no. My family named after a colour. <laughs> Could never. You can't say it, fam. Could never be me. I'm just saying everything's in doubt right now. Can't be my goat. Can't be my kids. Can't be my goat. He started what? He started growing out his hair, what, 2008? What does that matter? To look woke? Can't be my goat. So what I'm saying, fam. Old Jay-Z had a fade, fam. Now this guy want to be Huey Newton all of a sudden. Can't be my goal. Do you know what's so mad, though? Because if something great comes from this year, you man are going to look so mad. I'm going to be honest with you. Nothing. I'll admit we were ring. No, I'll die. funny. I will die on this cliff. Nothing good is going to come out of Jay-Z signing with the NFL. And I will die on this cliff. Uh, Nothing good is going to come out of him that's signing with the NFL. Let's wait and see, man. Fair enough. Same fam. Try to grow your hair in 2019, fam. Mazel. I always knew why I said Jay Electronica. 50 around. years old with that hair. Mazel. Same fam. This guy thinks he's Always like the word Aoife. You know what I mean? And I'm saying, we had the best yeah, tone to yeah, yeah. it, fam. No, it really was the last real nigga alive. Come Moving no, I mean, swiftly fam. on. Lars never have done this. Huh? Lars would never have done this. No way. Never. He's got a massive pill. He, he, would, ne- this, he would never have done this, fam. What? No, I'm saying, fam. Always knew why J. Electronica never dropped that album on his record label. It makes so much sense now. So much sense. It makes so much sense why J. Electronica never dropped that you album. You never see J. Cole and J. either. Ah, you know what I mean, fam. You know, J. Electronica said, fuck giving this guy money, fam. I'd rather put my Even Lady Sovereign saw Rock Nation was like, nah, I'm good. I even forgot about that, you know. See, they knew. They knew. Somebody said the blueprint. We should stop now, though. The blueprint. It's you a think, classic though. You think my goal could get never give me Kingdom Come? Never. Oh, never that. Fam. Never. Never that. Never who's, that. Who's, 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 he, made a, he made an album with R. Kelly as well, right? This guy's going on. Mad, I'm, trying to, mad, I'm trying to move mad. on. He made a song with, uh, album with R. Kelly. No one That's forget Jay Z has an album with R. Kelly <laughs> called The Best of Both Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm done. Cool. Fuck. Let's move part. on. <laughs> but that's your favorite rapper. It is as well. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> let's move on to the last topic. Like, and even though we're having a lot of fun now, we want to have a little bit more fun with um, naming some of our favorite one-hit wonder songs, basically. Obviously, rap has had a lot of one-hit wonders. Too many to name right now, but we're going to give it a go. What is but, a one-hit wonder? Yeah, though, anyway? that's my first question. We got. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but... Yeah, but like, what do you... Who, who do you like categorize as that? Because if they've just had one hit, but had like a steady career... That's not like a one-hit wonder. That's, decent. The, that's not a one-hit wonder. No, no, no. In a sense. One-hit wonder is that literally you're here to be gone tomorrow. No, I think people- no, On the mainstream no. level, yeah. Jay Quan's a one-hit wonder. But I think you can These also- albums after. Tell me two songs. No, but people, it's also- Tell me another song after two. You could be a one-hit wonder if people remember you only for one hit. People remember Craig Mack for Flavor In Your Ear. That's my one-hit wonder that I'm choosing. Fair enough. You, I think he wanted to argue whether he was a one-hit wonder. I mean, I still, I mean, in the mainstream sense, uh, okay, yeah, fine, he is. But he does have other tunes and stuff like that. I don't know if Jay, does Jay Kwan have other tunes? No, that's my point. He's definitely a one-hit wonder Tipsy. in every sense. Everybody in the club getting tips, that's it. But that still comes on in the club. After, after that, everyone went home. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No drug alcohol after that. Everyone became Muslim. Did they? Yeah. You know, you know who else had a one-hit wonder? You remember Afro Man? Yeah, oh my goodness. Unfortunately. Because I got high. Because I got I feel high. Like he did another song. Lala, yeah, Colt 45, a two zigzag. Baby, that's all we need. Stop doing the gang signs. We smoke. I don't know why I was doing that. That's all you know. I think Mims was a perfect one. Oh, that's a great one. This is why I'm hot. This is like 06, MTV based days. Who's your favorite though? Ooh. <laughs> what was um, that sound effect? I don't know. So, probably, ooh. probably, uh, my favorite. Oh, I don't know if I have a favorite, but there's a few like Jaquan, Mims. Um, Laffy Taffy. Avatar was dope. Nah, Soldier Boy's not a one hit wonder. 
Um, he had about five. He had a few. Mm. Um, yeah, man, they're all like really like lost to history that I can't really remember. What about Black Rob? Whoa. Oh man, that's a great shout. Yo, yeah, is he a one hit wonder though? Probably. Well, in that definition, I don't know, I don't know if that song, song was big enough. Whoa. Yeah. That was massive. Bro. It became a whole thing, man. In the streets? Yeah, in the streets, yeah. Because obviously you were on the, on, on, in the streets. Clearly. At the, at the time, on, yeah, in the corner with the 5%ers. Yeah. You saw that shit. <laughs> Selling beat pipes. I'm telling you. Selling crack. With the hat, the same hat. <laughs> Selling weight. Oh. Feel you. Um, so you probably felt it more than we did. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, he's probably a good shout. So um, it makes a lot. So it makes a lot. Oh shit, that's a good one as well. Oh, baby got back. Yeah. Vanilla oh, Ice. That's a shout. Yeah, that's a shout. Vanilla Ice. That's a good shout. Come ice, on, ice. man. You like Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby. You like Ice Ice Baby. We'll fight if you say you don't like Ice Ice Baby. I don't like Ice Ice Baby. What do you mean you don't like Ice Ice Baby? Why can I not like you Ice like, Ice Baby? Because no, it's, no, no, it's a coincidence, no, isn't no, it? No, no, we know why he don't like it. Let's not get <laughs> we know why. We know. <laughs> Audience, you, you know why, need too. need to stop pushing this narrative. What do you mean? I got one. I got one. It's not a narrative. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Forget who's got the song on the song. We're not editing this. We're not editing this out, Forget who's on the song. Spending lots of dough. No, we're leaving that there. I'm, I'm not singing no, this guy's no. lines. I'm just saying, whether we like whoever's on the song or not, because clearly we don't. I don't listen to the song anymore. I'm just saying that was a one-hit wonder. Yeah. I'm saying. 100%. Cassidy would have been one, but then he had the other one as well. Who let the dogs out? That's not a rap song. You know that's about females. Is it? That's about ugly girls. Wow. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I learned that as well recently. Who let the dogs out? Who told Who? you? Twitter. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, Cassidy's Hotel one? I was that like his only hit though? Because I don't count the other song. He had another song uh, with another female. Mashonda. Mashonda, but I don't count that one as a hit. I feel like Hotel's Cassidy's only real, real hit. Joe Bonner was a one hit one to a Joe Bonner was a hit one hit one. Oh. He admits he was. Is he? he admits yeah, he was. like to the wider audience. Yeah, nah, I huh? clubbing. Marcus Houston. Yeah, up in the club. Yeah. That's that's Marcus Houston. Uh, I think R. Kelly wrote. That. R. Kelly wrote that too. He did. He, he produced did. it too. At the beginning, he hit it's the piper. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> complete, complete and utter yuck. Um, that's right. We've named a few. For, I thought we were just gonna name. Mm. Trying to think, anyone else? Oh, I got one. Even in today's day and age, there's um the guys who did whipping Nene Silento. Ah, oh, shit, that's a good show. Nene. Willow Smith was a one-hit wonder. Willow Smith? Yeah. Willow Smith. With my hair back and forth. Where's she going? Oh, yeah. She's still one. doing her thing, though. I got one, though. Does she remember E1? Fuck you right back. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did a remix, too. No, the girl done a remix. A girl done a remix. A girl done a remix. I think her name was Fergie. Fergie? I think that was her name. Bad fire. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, yeah, that was a good shot. feel you. What about UK? UK. Uh, Ooh. Uh, what was it again? I don't know if they were one hit wonder. There was a few wonder. on um, uh, Channel U. I don't know if they were one hit wonder because they might have made more, but was that New Brown Flexing, Girl I'm Sexing? Eh, 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 eh. Well, Gash by the Hour. Was, yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking New Brown Flex as well. Yeah. No, they had a few. They had, they had a they? couple. They had two. They had one after that. What was the other one? The other one was that, uh, um, it was like, everyone was rapping on it. Um, well, that wasn't Gash by the Hour. No. New Brown Flexing, Girl, that was New Brown Flex. Yeah, no, that was, that's what, what I'm talking about. New Brown, um, Gash by the Hour was something different. That was Sass was, Killer right? Yeah, but that's New Brown Flex, no? Were they, were they New Band Flex? Were these New Band Flex? Saskia was as well. Like that was a separate song. No, they're definitely New Band Flex as well. Okay. But you, so you don't think they were one hit wonder? No, I think they had two. What was but, that one? But, but the one you just rapped. Yeah, New but- New Flex and Girl. Yeah, yeah, no, there was, there, there was another song as well. I'm trying to remember what. Was it Head, Shoulders, Knees and Toes? Oh, that's um, Gracious that? K. Gracious K? Yeah, they were a one hit wonder. Margaret Skank as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, I thought they were the same people. 
Me too. <laughs> oh, my fault. Who's the one who did Butter's Friend? What? Everybody a Butter's Friend. Nah, and yeah, we I don't need nah, it. Nah, nah, Is that on Channel U? Yeah. It's on AKA. You remember? My thing. Was Mr. Wong one hit wonder? I did was a one hit wonder. I did was a one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. You better learn Chinese. You see the way I grouped it together. <laughs> Yuck. Rude, bro. <laughs> um, um, who also, bruv, there was a one that Dappy had a song with one of them. I forgot his name and they were one hit wonder. And they were in the rock, they were on the streets. I forgot the song now. They were on the streets? Yeah. And then the song was just like him and Dappy going back and forth. I forgot his name anyway. It was ironic a one hit wonder. What was his hit? I can't remember his song. I don't know, but I remember he comes outside Westfield and he sings it sometimes. He's he did with... He did a cover of uh, Elton John Tiny Dancer with, I think it was Chip. There was another one that he did. Ah, Heartbroken. T2. Yeah, I remember that tune. That ironic tune. T2. I'm heartbroken. Yes. yes. Oh, what was the one? Other one. Baby Kinks. You just don't Baby know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby Kinks. Uh, uh. Yeah, they got to get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> Rude. Had, uh, I swear he was about to keep it to rap. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Amen. Hey man, there's there's a few of them, but maybe they're not important enough to mention. Bro, how are we gonna remember one hit wonders? Like deep, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's hard. Man. We don't well. Because yeah, we have a, for that exactly because they're one hit wonders. You did alright, man. You know what? You know, one, one, you know, one and done. You know who else was a one hit wonder? Who? Black Hawk. Alright. He's still waiting but for hey. it. <laughs> You see what I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you're going gym gym because you better be ready to scrap at some point. With who? With who? The man in the hat next to you. Who looks uh, like Peter, Black Four? Who looks like Black Four right now? He actually does, isn't it? For real. Your Peter does a family, man. Hey boy. You might, for, you might forget that one. What's still. life about Black Four humor? What's life about Black Four? What's life about Black Four? Life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I laughed way too hard at that. Ah, <laughs> uh, bruv. Guess what? Me and Black Four got it coming. You both got a day job. <laughs> Peter, you can't laugh now. It's not funny. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Yeah, we're good, man. Anyway, guys, we're going to wrap up now. So um, thank you very much for tuning in. As always, be sure to follow us on the socials. So on all socials, that's at Rhymes Dimes Pod. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. You guys, I wish you a very safe journey to Cyprus. Salute to Chris um, Amir. Salute to Chris Amir. Yes, 100%. Salute to those guys. Um, you know, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And come back in one piece, yeah? Yeah, when I come back, I'm going to be making an announcement, man. What? Yeah, man. Are you what announcement? When I come back. Bruv. My missus like leaving, leaving the audience in suspense like this. Like I'm just saying, man. So audience, you know, like the audience, so audience, might, audience you know little, um, to tune in might, next time for Peter's announcement. There might, there might be a little um, side podcast that I've been working on. Excuse me? R&B and soul podcast. Excuse me? What? Yeah. Get the fuck out of the room now. <laughs> I've been, I've been, you know, having conversations with some people. You've been selling yourself. You're doing that on yourself. You're doing that by yourself. <laughs> no, I'm selling yourself. I'm yeah. You've been selling yourself. I'm trying to shit, man. Audience, you know how like in the end of Dragon Ball Z when it's like, will Gohan ever overcome Cell? Will Goku ever come back from the dead? Find out next week. That's basically what Pete's just done. That's basically what he's done. Yeah, that's basically, that's basically what he done. So, and you know, he, he did smooth voice he tried to put on for the RV section of the podcast. The Yo, come back in two weeks because... I yeah. might have this. Yeah, you don't see, Yo. but Peter does something, all these things with his hands where he's you know just moving up and down. And he's patting guys' chest all, a lot. Like, he's really mad. I want like, to punch him sometimes. Even the way he's trying to lean back now, like he's some cool Like he's cool, innit? With the hat and that, uh, and man, the clerk, and the clarkies. I can't even judge him, bro. The shoes are coming out next week with the ankles, but with that being said, yo, number prosperity to everyone. 100%. And until next time, guys, keep your friends close and your side chicks closer. I'm going to let that marinate for a bit. See you guys next time. Peace.
I really want to listen to Fuck You Right Back now. Please don't.